Here, come, we come. We will have a mixed drink whenever, like, we take a break. Okay. Come test the mic. Okay. Which is my mic over here. Yeah, that like, right there. Let me just get my... Did I not bring the notebook? Yeah, no, here it is. Radio Misfits Podcast Network. It has my, my scratch off that I did not do yet. I'm oh, sorry. My ass gets in the way everywhere. Oh, I have something funny that you might want to bring up, too. Apparently, there's a rating system at CSB about what girls look like they can, you know, perform sexual acts the best. Really? And I was rated number one. Well, by I know. Who? Is that not? By David Lee. And he won't tell me who the other person is. And I really did not appreciate it because... Okay. Sorry, man. I love these pens. I really didn't appreciate it because I don't want people outwardly at the school looking at me like that, even though... You know. From all the before. I hate flipping out radio. Perfectly legal. presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You don't appreciate being viewed as a sex object? No, because you don't know how many grads hit on me, okay? The most recent was 18. I'm like, oh my god, my demographic is like... An 18-year-old rad hit on you? Oh, I'd be thrilled well, if 18-year-old chicks were hitting on me. Wouldn't you like that? Yeah. Actually, it... Uh, I don't want to teach you how to do shit. It happened, uh... I, I, actually, I don't know how old she was. In the, uh, in the ocean at, uh... In the ocean? Fucking, uh, Donovan's. Cake by the Some ocean, though. much younger chick came up to me. I think she was... She had, it, was cake by the ocean. it was a bar, so she had to be like 21, right? Yeah. And yeah. uh, yeah. what what came of it? Anything interesting? No, I mean she's a fucking idiot. Like I couldn't even have a conversation. Well, exactly. With her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, but if you get if you get a reasonably intelligent one, like I don't like if you're like walking through the West Village and some twenty uh, year old chick comes up to you, she's like, hey, "I'm a sophomore at NYU, and I'd love to suck your dick after doing my homework." <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, that you'd be yeah you'd See, be in favor. Actually, of. historically, I have been such a dick tease because that happened to me in college where somebody that was on the football team thought he was really cool and we had been like you know the whole semester like looking at each other like he sat behind me and then one day he's like and i went back with him to his dorm room and i didn't hook up with him and he got real pissed and then he wouldn't talk to me for the rest of the semester until he asked me if he could cheat off my paper on the final and i was like nope so in a, in essence, you are denied him. Are we rolling yet? We're rolling. Actually. Yeah, we're rolling. I denied him because you denied him because physically I him all over campus, and, and you didn't let him copy off your homework. I did not. Wow. I did not. And That's if, cold. Well, do you want to hear an awesome story, radio wise? When I was in Tucson, we had they had this um, this summer party, whatever that Twista was headlining. Okay. One of the guys from his crew, who Here, that's was, like, fine. This is gonna who was dip, arguably so like one of the ugliest people I've ever seen in my life, was hitting on me, and they invited me back to the hotel room. Now, when you say arguably one of the ugliest people in your life, like what constitutes that? He looked like um, a troll 
like his outfit was nice, but he just was not. So he had like a jacked up face. So jacked, and he was really short. So they invited. Would you me say? To the hotel would room. you say that he had any sort of like overtly no, ethnic? No, I used to him. him. Well, he was black. Okay. And listen, a lot of people. I just want to make. make well, the reason clear. I ask is that a lot that... of people think I like black guys, mm-hmm. and you don't. I. I'm open. You explicitly to be honest. refuse yeah. to hook up with black you're, guys. I no. You're in, no. Internalized racism prevents you from Shut doing up. so. Mm. No. Yeah. I like black it's guys disgusting. and I like white guys. But not Spanish. Um I try to say well. How about Asian? No, I don't. I am not an equal opportunity the, employer. The bigotry is just... It's not bigotry. <laughs> Let me finish my story. Palpable. Dis- as a progressive, so, I'm disgusted by it. The disgusting bigotry. Horrible. I'm not a bigot. And everyone, so anyway, it's just This is what a bigot things. sounds like. Mm-hmm. Do you vote for Donald, did you vote for Donald Trump? It seems Are like you, you probably did. It seems like you probably that, did. You're making me sound no, he's so not, racist. No, he's All not the Democratic mayor of Washington, <laughs> D.C. It's just, like, it's just, <laughs> shut up. It's just like the number one on the rating system. Like. Is being black. Oh, I do, I've what's never, that I'd be open to. Wait, what rating system? Oh, you missed it? Apparently there's a rating system at work. And oh, but when we just out? started... Can you edit that? I don't really I edit mention, things out. No, mention... Like, names? Just, yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah, names, names yes. If I by accident... Any dangerous proper names. Yeah, like names, anything, I believe. Right, like names, I believe. Yep. Okay, yeah. cool. Just so when we started recording, work, yeah. Erica said that there's some... At her place of business, <laughs> there's a rating system put together by, I guess, your colleagues? Colleague. One person. Well, so wait a second. If it's one person, then it's someone, just he, his personal rating system. But he apparently ha, have you engaged in any so sort of sexual ass. encounters with this guy? No, hell to the no. Because apparently this list is about who on staff. Which, by the no, way, there's only grads, one woman. Including, including oh, graduates, includes grads, including graduates, would perform the best sexually. And this particular gentleman rated Erica he, number one. Uh, no. oh, congratulations! He with... There's a little twinkle in your eye. You're a little bit pleased that you were rated. Yeah, number one. no, no one. Not, even right? if you're, even if you're the majority offended by it, no one hears that they're rated number one on some sort of I've sexual heard a bit list. Pleased. I've heard it before and, from guys I hooked up with, but and, I'm just saying. And, you seem and a little happy doesn't about get it. yeah. It puts no, a little bit of I'm pep laughing. in your step. Pep in your step. No, even if you're, even if you're bothered by it, it definitely puts pep in your step. Pep. I, I know if if I found out that people were circulating some sort of list of who is good at sex and I was rated number one, I would you, you're walking around with your head held high. Mm-hmm. I think it was more like probably head, but I'm not yeah, really sure. If, if chicks were passing around a list that was like, yeah, <laughs> Mike eats the best pussy, right. I'd be like... And then your phone number. Like, goddamn right, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but there, but no, but he's a disgusting person. And women have highly rated Mike's ass eating skills in the past. We know yeah. that for oh, a fact. Oh, you toss, you toss salad. Fuck yeah, really? two thousand twenty. Everyone's doing See, it. See, here's the thing, though. I'm very. I'm. I feel like I can do more. <coughs> like, I don't feel like I'm that like. I need, I need Sexually to, liberated. As I could be. Hot tea. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody can learn more, and okay. I just want well, to say good. something. Well, that's good. Goals for two thousand. I feel like I need to watch gay gay porn because that's the best moves. I saw one like <laughs> that's just I saw like one like gif. Okay. Of a guy that was like backwards cowboy, you know, another dude. I was like, damn. Backwards cowboy. I was like, damn. Like he's good. 
Like I need to watch so, that. So it's about the the bottoms in the male relationship. You're you're looking to learn from that. Wait, or this, he was getting in, fucked in a a dude was taking it in the ass yeah, reverse cowgirl. I don't. I've never had it up the ass before. Jesus nor do I want Christ! It. But no, I, it was just the way he wrote it. By a porn dick too. It was too? just the way he wrote it. It was actually it was a gif, but still. Sarah J kind of helped me a little bit. Oh, Sarah J's a gangster. That's what I'm saying. Sarah J and Mandingo kind of helped. Kind of helped. But um, I'll tell you what. Now I can beer bong like a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks to to what you learned from porn. Um, Not just that. I practiced a lot on my ex. But, you know, a lot of girls. And I used to have a gag reflex, too. Mm -hmm. But once I hit, like, 30... That was the goal. I was year just for you. like, okay. I'm like, damn. I didn't know I could do that. And then, you know, I used to be able to hit the beer bong. But, thirty, you know, like about thirty. 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 That's what? an important distinction. I, I was actually gonna plow, plow right it's past that. It's about towards thirty-one when I had a, a, a host get paid. Now, now are, are I you, need to. What is the thirty yeah, in reference? To? What's the integer there? Age or the number of dicks you'd pleasured up until that point? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I didn't know if um, it was. I think b- both. Okay. Okay. So, so sort of like re- rings on a tree. You'd kept pace. <laughs> yes. Up until that point in your life. Yeah. With the, the number of. Furs keep going. There you go. The, the tree rings. There you go. Got it. All right. Well, good. Well, that's 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 interesting. But I want to make one thing clear. Uh huh. I get tested. You know. Well, I, good. Yeah. I mean, that's an well, important. That's thing very important. And maybe I saw my gyno arguably too many times last year. <laughs> for being tested well yeah just in case so you had a you had an especially um productive busy i did but it's busy not been season. busy it has not been busy because i changed it up because i've noticed something about men Sawjore. i've noticed something about men though okay so yeah, with yeah, men yeah. With men that are around yeah. like my age around our age for a second. generally uh-huh yeah when men want to settle down, right? And and I've I've just this is my social opinion, like just from seeing different guys who I call damaged. When they're ready to finally settle down, even the biggest of the players, and they choose somebody, this person ends up being crazy. Now we're in the field, so we know how to act, right? The the field the, the, of the, I don't know what crazy the field of broadcasting. Oh, so we know oh, how to be oh. fake, and that these girls. So anyway, my point is, is that all these guys that I meet are so. Damaged. I don't know. I don't. I don't broadcast fake. I just well, no, do. Neither do yeah. I. That's I just, also I don't yeah. either. But I don't either. But the way that I sometimes have to act, like maybe what you're saying is that you're hypersensitive to people no, that are fake. No, that was just a stupid. Like I was trying to just compare two things that are stupid. My point is. Okay, she's my, shaking her hands. There's a level of frustration right that, now. No, no. My main point is that. I realized that these women have been like abusive, whether physically and emotionally, have drug problems, you know, and they break up, and then the guy can't get over the romanticizing of having that nuclear family. Who is? You know, who all is the guys this in I've reference met, to? All the guys that I have been. Is it meeting, possible that you are just going after a very specific? type of guy no it's no and it's guys that i'm not even going after it's the idea like and i said this uh, that they it's friends of mine i have so you're saying that why do you want to be with a person you're saying that once a guy makes the decision that he's ready to settle down and has right if that woman spurns him 
Right. It causes major problems. Well, yeah, that well, makes sense. With with him, with them. Well, sure, because they got let because, down by the person they thought they were going to get serious with. Right, but also that they wanted to. So, have how many a guys family. have you done this to now? How many guys have you done this to? I just want to know how many guys that have, have I been... seen this with. Well, I mean, no, that you you must be the the crux of this issue here because you have a lot of insider knowledge. You must have been the one that convinced them to settle down. And then said, no, no I'm going to leave you now high and dry. No. Go for the next man, Dingo, whatever no. it may be. You it, said no, that. not me. Not me. Okay. So then who who are you referring to? I'm referring to a guy I went to CSB with. I'm referring to guys that want, and I can't blame them, who want that, who have the dream of having like this family with the mother of their child. Okay. Even though she either has a drug problem or, you know, is abusive mentally and physically to that person to mm -hmm. the man mm -hmm. you know they still just are so heartbroken over that person but it's more importantly i think the the idea of it you know how like we fall in love with ideas of things yeah i think that's even true though, yeah i mean and i've asked straight up you know i've asked straight up of course have does love play a part in it of course do I think I'm not an expert on it? But yeah, but if you're talking about the complexities of a relationship where two people have had children, yeah, if you've together, had kids with that's some, tough. Yeah, there's well, right, because the man wants to still be. You're an, yeah, you're, you're saying the, you're saying uh, the woman doesn't want to be with the guy. No, when they've had kids it, no, 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 no. It's I think that, you're saying maybe they get back, they go back and forth, but the woman is a train wreck. She's yes. abusive and but these sound like very specific couples that you're yeah, referencing. Yeah, yeah, I mean. I haven't been known I don't, to have the best track record. I don't know. But, so this is you. Well, okay. That you're involved there with. This, I see. I was right. I don't know anyone. I don't really with. know that many people in situations like this. No, more I, often than not, and I got to be honest, I'm not some you know diehard feminist here. But more often than not, I think it's the troubled guy that a woman wants to keep in the picture because of the kids connection. But more right. often than not, because most moms take on that level of responsibility once they have the kid. Right, but I've known people that haven't. And also, then they're not even be able to be civil with each other because of the kids. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and I feel like man, men, the older they get, are actually more sensitive. You know, are actually a lot more sensitive, especially when the ch when children mm. are involved. You know, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and again, then, I don't know enough about it. I ha I've I never mean, had I have kids. Friends I friends that are female who make their who have made their baby father like their life hell. And I have plenty more guy friends who the women do that to them, too, aside from hurting them. Mm. And, yeah, you're right. It is about I want this person is who I want to be with for the rest of my life. Or just because so, the kids are going to be without a parent then. Well, as much as... I mean, a lot of couples stay together and don't get, say, divorced. My parents. Because of the kids. Parents, like, in other parents. words, it was like, you know, we'll make it work for the kids. Your parents. Your parents. Well, your parents. I mean, they they're not married anymore. Oh, okay. But, but they, they live together. Yeah, and they're the thing with them is that they were always like best friends. Mm. <clears throat> well, so, you know, my neighbors you know, growing up when I was a kid, uh my next door neighbor, Victoria, she and her mom moved into the house next door, and I had known them when they were all still a family together with their father as well, with with the father, and the mom and dad got divorced. He moved to an apartment uh, one town over. But eventually, he fell into some financial problems. Mm -hmm. And rather than the mom, I guess she wasn't comfortable with the father of her kid living on the street. And she took him in and he lived there with her for decades, even though they were already, even though they were divorced. But they, they, lived they, the same, they lived under the Are same they roof. Are they my family? 
It's that's just interesting. Exactly what happened. Huh. That is so exactly that's fascinating to me because I had happened. never, exp- I never seen that happening that's before. That's exactly. What I happened. figured that it did, but in I a didn't... nutshell, in a nutshell, my dad. I grew up in Fairlawn, and my grandparents did really well for themselves. My dad is, if you if you look at him through the viewpoint, and it's the only one I can portray. He looks like a total scumbag. But he doesn't know, he doesn't ask for help, and he doesn't know, like, he's just an idiot like that. Okay. Too much of an ego. So, basically, we had our fall from grace. It was the most humbling experience of my life. And, by the way, happened during my employment in radio, so I had to, like, quit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, he, um, we were under the same roof. They were still, like, together, you know, but... Um, I got a knock at the door one day when they were in California and it was the repo man. I, I didn't live that kind of life. I was like, holy shit. And then literally I swear on my life, less than two hours later, another knock. It's PSE and J. Turn off the yeah. lights. And I had like a, um, a cashier's check. I don't remember why for like $600. And the guy like saw, like, I was just like crying and I'm, I'm like, what the fuck? You know? And, um, you know, so he's like, I'll take. No, your parents still married at that point? Well, yeah. I mean, my mom would tell me, you know, that she's wanted to divorce my father since, you know, I was five, which isn't healthy. But um, my dad is a she great guy. She told you that when you were a little kid? She she said it just just to say it, period. Hmm. Because my father was the one who was always there for so me. So, like, to hurt his feelings, she would say it in front of you? Well, she would say horrible things to him. But, like, she would just... I don't know. So, so basically, we had to end up move moving. You know, to a from an upper middle class house that my father grew up in, that we grew up in, to a two bedroom apartment. He lost all the properties that my grandfather owned, like you know. But he's a psychotherapist by trade. Turns out he wasn't taking money from his fucking clients, and you know he like thinks that he. I have that, like, I want to save the world type shit, but you need money. Mm. So, you know, then the cat was, like, out of the bag. And so from then on, for, like, God, for, like, six years at least, it was just, like, hell. You know, like, and my mom feels the same way. From a financial perspective. She won't leave him because she considers him like a child. She needs to take care of him. Mm. That's how. Now, what? Now switching gears a little bit. You have, you know, had your own financial battles that you've had to fight. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of directly connected to that point in your life? Or yes, it's funny. So how does that like? Because because it's interesting to me. Like you're a young woman. What in your late thirties now? Mid to late thirties? Arguably, arguably young, but yes, late. Whatever. Late turning late. So, not many people face bankruptcy. At that in at their thirties, right? So how does that happen? Okay, so this is what had happened. Um, I had it was all about when the house was when it was official. They fought tooth and nail, even though my dad had no leg to stand on. Okay, that's why they got divorced. Fought with who? The bank or the lender or whatever? It may well, be? no, my mom was like, "I make the money." Like, you know. Oh, they fought over money. who owned the house. Yeah, and both their name was on the deed, I so see. she divorced him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sad. He still wears his ring, but she doesn't. But anyway. Um, so they got divorced because of that. So when it was like final that we were moving, I took a trip to Puerto Rico by myself. And that is when 
like before I started going, something happened in here where it was like, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this. Then a year later, less than a year later, I have 12 Like what, cards. like material things? Like you material were buying material things. things? Yep, material things. That's my problem. But it was like, oh, Like dude. handbags and it clothes was, and shoes and stuff How like much that? are we I talking had, I, here? I was like obsessed with makeup. Um, okay, that's very expensive. I know, it, and like nail polish, it was stupid. But it to, was like so to, to fill Mike's, some kind but of so, void. So to Mike's point, what what numbers are we talking? Um, here? are we including like the car loan? It was definitely somewhere like twenty k or above. Um, and within a year's time or something like that. From like two thousand, no, within like a few years' time, because then I did freaking credit consolidation. Nobody do that. Um. Which just was stupid. You mean you it consolidated didn't... it all into one bill? Right, but it, w when they told me, they told me I would like pay it all off within like three years and eight months. Two years later, I looked at it and I'm like, I this is bullshit. And it's what happened if you didn't off. pay it off in that time? Did it go to a super high interest rate or something like that? Well, no, no, it wasn't that. It was I was just like, there's supposed to be less money. You know what I mean? Like I thought that I was paying off. But like it was I actually, realized that it was bullshit. It was actually going towards fees and interest, probably. Right. Well, that also the the timing that they gave me for it to be over with, like, mm -hmm. was not true. Now the trip to Puerto Rico was that in any way? Was it just that popped into your head as that around the time when it happened, or did the trip to Puerto Rico play a factor? This was also the time when I got flown to Missouri for the interview, for the on air interview, oh. and I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. And then... So wait a minute. This was when you were working in radio, you said. Oh, yeah. So when did the famous Dave Brody interview... Oh, yeah, that did come up. Right. I was curious about that. Okay. So a little bit of background. Let me all just right. throw a roadblock in here. Um, when we were driving over here, I, I drove up to Hudson in Bergen County, picked up my co-hosts here, and we came back down to Essex for a little podcast. On the drive over... Things started popping up that Mike and I basically had to be like, "What? Wait a second, let's talk." Yeah, did about you write them down? Tape. Because we did kind of go down a, yes. a rabbit hole. There. So I've got the the whole Dave Brody thing. You got you had a meeting with who's a, who's a on Dave air Brody and Scary Jones and on air. Oh, and yeah, Scary. that's right, a grown man who refers to himself as Scary, which I don't care for. Yeah, by the way, I just like to point he's that a nice out. Nice person. He is actually. Nice I know. I've, good I've, for him. I've met both of them. You have? Okay, well, good. Yeah. I don't he's care nice for the whole scary thing. I think and he actually, tries when to I hear promos, douchness, when I hear promos and I hear him say "you're scary," I'm like, "Shut the fuck up!" Well, I hate that. the frat boy. It's like you. You're... Well, he's gone now. He's got his own. He's got his own show. He's on uh, 106.7 or 103 or whatever Good it is. Good for him. Anyway, so we've got to talk about the Dave Brody and the It's Scary interview. Um, <laughs> we've also got, uh, this is just the car over topics. Yeah. It's people scary. who look Jewish. Yeah. People who look gay. The whole LGBTQ discussion. <laughs> and then also bipolar and bankruptcy. So we, we started to get into some of the... <laughs> that name is great. Bipolar and bankruptcy. You that should have a podcast called yeah. Bipolar honestly, and Bankrupt. That honestly yeah. is... Is that fucked up? No you, no, you discuss uh, debt consolidation. And, and debt uh, consolidation. Yeah. But no. you sort of seem to take a really offensive reaction to something about your sister asking you about would you be willing to talk to somebody else. Not talk to somebody who, else. That she wants to meet. But again, because. we're you know we're we're deviating again. We should yeah. probably start from Brody and Skiri. Yeah, and, and I, then, I like so we'll put a pin <laughs> in the bankruptcy. Bipolar <laughs> and bankruptcy. We'll put a we'll pin a pin in that. So when you were starting your whole radio thing, yes. you had a internship opportunity with no, Z100? Well, no, no. Go so call screener. You I said you, moved home you were going to be a call screener. Yes. I moved home from Arizona right. in November 2007. Which and was, you went to school in Arizona? I did. And I was in promotions. 
Okay. You I worked was, for a radio station I in Arizona. I worked for the company you work for, um, doing promotions. I was an intern, then they hired me on, and then when I realized it was going nowhere quick, a couple years later, I moved back home okay. in 2007. So it was right before the new year. It was sometime like late November, early December. I remember writing this cover letter from like my heart. And in short, when I used to do club nights, I would go back to the studio. I didn't know how to use any of the equipment in production, but I would tape myself. Yes, cassette tape myself because I didn't know how to use the CD player doing breaks, which I had no idea how to do. So I just thought it would be a cute idea to doing talk breaks tape. as a DJ. Oh, yeah. Like, but like totally it was the most horrible thing ever. And I wish I had a cassette tape player because it's funny. Hey, have like, you tried the burger no, down on Route 17? I was talking yeah. over, Live over and local. songs. <laughs> I was talking like over lyrics. Like it was just a shit hot mess. So oh, then, wow. You were stepping on the lyrics. You're, well, tramp I know, you're trampling I, all over I didn't the post. I not know anything about the post. So anyway, this was for a call screener position, okay? Uh-huh. And Oh, you're interviewing now with Dave Brody. So well no. So I sent my cassette tapes certified. Okay. You know, as an extra out of the box thing. You sent it by certified mail. I did. And, and for so, years in broadcasting, people will send like I still would. they'll put glitter in an envelope no, or something to I try to get people's attention, tapes. right? I sent my cassette tapes and I wrote with the the um some of the station like uh sticky pads. I know I'm a cassette tape, but please listen to me. <coughs> that's what it said. So I go to Jersey City. That's where it was at that time for the interview. Like, I get a call back. Oh, Z100 forgotten... was in Jersey City then? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. So I was, I was, I like forgot about it. It's like one of those things that you're like, you don't expect, so you forgot. I remember getting a call from this chick and I almost shit myself. I was just like, what? So I went for the interview and... Um, he told me that I got the interview because of the package that I had sent. Okay. Um, then he told me I was a courtesy interview, like not once, not twice. I would say for like maybe the half hour I was in there. He said it maybe eight times. A courtesy and, interview? Yeah. To who? Cause I don't know anybody there. Okay. Now maybe not, they were just being... Because you reached out in such a well, unique a fashion, like yeah, directly over the, the top and, and in your face fashion. We're bringing you like no, sometimes. It was not nice. Sometimes, like um, I know they'll bring you a lot of just... businesses will do like they're interviewing you, but it's really they know the they're photo. not going to hire you. I know not it even was that. that. It it's was not, that. not even not even so much that, but sometimes they'll be like, "Look, you're not. You may not be ready for this place yet." That's not but what he said. We're going to give you a well. This is that's what a lot of courtesy no, I know, interviews no, I are, know, but like. I was like, a courtesy to who? You just, like, ruined my life. So anyway, <laughs> ruined yeah, your life? Like, but wait, wait, so did we establish what the so courtesy was? Ruined exactly. your life? To meet him, clearly, or to interview with them. No, but what the purpose of... Well, I then or realized is this just they your have a quota, that they have a quota to fill. You know, that I think that Hold you on are a second. 100 Wait, wait, right. is this... Quota no, now. I didn't say... I'm not... I wasn't calling it a quota. What I was no, saying I is that... No, I know that it's... Companies do like no, they, they, they like explore. So, hire me. Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah, so, so they bring you in. Me advice, they show you. Though, but yeah. then he started giving me off the wall advice when I'm like interviewing for a call. What screener. constitutes off the wall? 
you know, you should try other markets, smaller markets, and make yeah. my, and my... That makes right, a lot of sense that, to me. That's what goes on. That makes on. a lot of sense this to me. This is 13 years later, guys. I didn't know, like, a, a, about fucking markets or, like, what the fuck. I was trying to just yeah, get that's a, a job. That's a YP, not a I was trying. HP. I was trying. <laughs> I was trying to just stand out by Your sending problem, him some not shit. <laughs> by sending him some shit and not just being a basic person. You know what I'm saying? Like it, that had nothing to do with but the wait job. A second. So it sounds like he invited someone in who had gone to out of their him, way to berate them. Well, yes. it doesn't sound like berating. Oh, it sounds what? like he's. Oh. I've gotten the smaller market speech from a million like yeah. program directors. This and shit. was somebody that it knows nothing other than promotions about radio. Yeah, but yeah, and, that's. But, but my, but my. But this is what I radio was, interviews are like when you're not going to get the but job. But it was for a phone script. I know. Well, now I know that. But you don't have to tell somebody nasty that you're a courtesy interview. You could not say that. And it was so awkward because I could see Scary's face. I could see Scary's face. And it, it was like he felt awkward, too. Like, he was not nice about it. Because you, not nice. you seem, it seems as though you were reacting awkwardly no, yourself. I, said, I was just like, because I was confused. I was so confused. I like, mean, look, you saw I, my I, feel, resume, I but... feel a little bit silly potentially trying to escape, explain to, you know, 13 years ago, a person yeah. what happened 13 years ago. I think you understand now. I mean, I've been on a There wasn't anything wrong. Billion interviews like that. Yeah, there yeah. wasn't he anything was wrong nasty, with what he said. But he was nasty. How was that nasty? To call me a courtesy interview? Look, here's the thing. I was you bring so somebody he was, in he as was a blunt. courtesy. Yeah, he was yeah, blunt. That's because not you're, not, you're not getting the job, in essence. Right. But yeah. we wanted to bring you in to say, this is what you could do to get it next time. Yeah, they were trying to help you get like a, a little jump start. This is the way it's you like get to... It's like when I said, I just sent a demo myself, tape I cut. I applied for a phone screener position. I just sent a demo tape that I cut. To a program director that I used to work with. It wasn't a real demo. Right? That's the thing. I, it wasn't a real fucking demo. I sent demo. a demo to a program director that I used I to work with. I did it to catch his attention. But if and, you send, and it worked. If, yeah, if you send it a... If you I send, wish I never was brought in. He called me a courtesy interview 85 times. Because, but look... It was clearly a courtesy interview. It was a courtesy interview. Yeah. But what when, the fuck is a courtesy to who? To, to bring you, you in and teach oh, you how to get you, started. thank you, motherfucker, because you had me laying in my bed depressed for like three months. It how? sounds what? like he what? brought depressed? you in and said, this is a person who wants to work in the industry. Fuck you guys. They, they need to go work in a different market. <laughs> yeah, they need to work in a different market. This is Eric is leaving. Tucson was market 60, okay? So you're going to New York know. is number one. Yeah! I'm going to kill you guys. She's leaving. <laughs> you're not understanding She's walking me. away. If you didn't know anything about radio, anything, and all you did was promotions, and you get a job for a call screener because you sent some shitty tape. Yeah, this is know shitty just yeah. to get their attention, just to get your foot. I've in been there. through this exact then, scenario. What the number because if you work on, what am I supposed to ask? What do you mean by a courtesy? Like what the fuck? No, no they you say... should acting like I should try like for on air jobs in other in Maybe other. Maybe you should have. Maybe. Because here's the thing, when I you're part no of schooling, you guys. But I you sent him a tape. When you're part you're gonna of, you're going to give me something strong because I'm going to smack you both. I when you're part God. of the Z100 Morning Zoo, you could sort of be on yeah. air at any moment, right? Yeah. Like you yeah. could be the Xerox guy and right. get called in but and have to talk. Perception was reality to him, and but I'm that's lucky, why but you know what? Fuck him because I had a better mentor and the best mentor that I could ever have in my life. So. But I'm just saying that that is wrong. Are oh, you going to sit back down? That you shouldn't. A person should never leave an interview fucking crying and upset. He was not nice. On that, there's I think a, we agree. There is was a he, difference but was between he blunt, being blunt. Was he blunt or not? He nice? was blunt and he was sharp tongued. 
That's well, he's what I'm He's a Brooklyn, no nonsense yeah. guy. I know Brody. Fuck. I don't give a fuck. Even if you're the fakest motherfucker, which you know there are plenty of people. Right. You can at least treat somebody that you know you're not going to hire. But isn't this then? With, wasn't he treating you with the ultimate realness? Isn't that what you 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 seem to hate but fakeness? I was confused. Yeah, I think you would probably I do prefer. Hate fakeness, you, but it's well, I don't think so. Then he was keeping it real. Yeah. For years, I didn't. So you would have preferred that in that instance he be fake. Guys, because if you years, went to I LA, didn't understand that comment. If that was okay. like a K, whatever it is, an eight in, in, in LA. But then if you don't understand something, it's up to you to ask for clarification. He was so bad though. Like he was not. I'm a sensitive person, and it's gotten a lot. You know, I've gotten a lot of thick skin. But let's just say I've been interviewed a lot of times. And even if you don't, you know, I, I didn't know. You have to understand, I didn't know much about jobs. I'd worked for, you know, iHeart, like yeah, doing but, promotions. But hold on a second. It's He's a radio producer. He's not an a, HR professional. I worked he doesn't in know a live and local market, okay? I worked in Tucson. That is live. That is so live and local. Okay. So I knew nothing. You know, in my cover letter, it's, you know... It's like, I didn't say I know nothing. But here's what I, I don't understand. Okay? Hold, hold on, hold on a second. Here's what I don't understand. In many ways, he was trying to educate you about the intricacies of the business. Like, look, it's going to be hard for you to jump right from Tucson into a job on one of the biggest morning See, shows that's in the what country. I hate, though. I so hate when they for do that. you but to go didn't... to some place in Missouri or Arkansas or Florida <sighs> or this, that, the other, you could absolutely come back here and get a job next time. But you got to go out there and build your resume. But that's and what I da, mean. Da, 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 da. He did this nothing is the big leagues, that kid. to help me. He did nothing You got to read through the lines. Come on. Yeah, you're, you're again, a savvy, he's, he's not a savvy in New York. I was a 23-year-old radio but reporter. He's, he's not a pre- professional career counselor. No. So he doesn't... See, he's just kind of telling you, hey, he's just this is... interviewing you for the position, but this is kind of what you do. To not... To not so let's say he never called you back. That right? would have been a better courtesy. Let's say they never called you, Right. You would not have heard from somebody in that position who says, you know what, go down to to North Carolina, get a job in Raleigh, and then come back up five years from now. I bet you said. you're going to be a it's, producer. It, that's yeah, not what he said. It, it was very... But it's that's the it understanding. Was very, like, it was that's very, how like, it goes. Big. That's it, showbiz. But again... Uh, you think yeah. I don't know that now? It's not... I'm talking about, like, young Erica, like, naive but how do you Erica. Learn your life? But again, nowhere in this man's job description is it to mentor and direct... No, I didn't a, say that a it 20-year-old interview. And nowhere in, and nowhere you, in here... that's my fucking point. Nowhere in here. But he brought you in for the interview as a courtesy. It was a courtesy. He told you. He told you you should look to other markets. It was a. It's not disgusting though. It was a totally reasonable. It was a courtesy. I hate you. Here's a a courtesy. I never will. It's people are frequently brought if. I know they are for courtesy interviews because the person doing the hiring may say, "Well, this person has some potential. They're not ready for us. Let's give them a kind of hey, this is this is how you do it." Here, would you like me to push this mic a little closer? It's a courtesy. And then you follow that advice, you my, and you wind up with a dangling. job. I'm jerking off an invisible penis. <laughs> why, are, why are you jerking off an because invisible penis? Because that's bullshit. How is it's it bullshit, bullshit, though? It's fucking bullshit. Would why? You, but then would you prefer that the, the door just be shut? And... Yeah. I, mean, I think had about my this way. Think about it this way. I went to school, and honestly, the Who way... Went to school? You could... You could say anything to anybody. We all know this. You could say anything to anybody. The way in which he said it, and still be real, and still be fucking real, okay? He, I was like a deer in headlights because I did not understand what was going on, okay? I'm like, I am here 
for a phone screener position and here you are telling me about smaller markets when you know you know, I, I good, just, but I even phone, you know even phone is? screeners at places like Z100 usually they've at least like been in New York as like interns and stuff. You well, that would have been nice information to know. And the good you thing is, you know what like, the good thing is, you said you don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on either. Right now, you're an asshole because I, you have your opinion and I have mine. But that's just what. what I it think felt we've like. we've. Establish that perhaps David Brody doesn't have the best interpersonal skills. Which no, I'll even say, as someone, who knows him, as someone who knows him, totally, I'll say that's true. totally reasonable legit. information. But Mike said something that was legitimate. You didn't like his if, bedside manner. No, I didn't. But if he would have been more clear, like what you just said, you know, not just vague, like you just said, you know, you just clarified it a bit more. Yeah, but again, David Brody, he's... I know it's not my, his job. My I'm limited experience that, with him, I have, you know... Well, no, I'm just saying that, like, he could have been more, um, like, it was just so vague. But to let something like this affect you negatively for over a decade is, <laughs> that's on you. It is on me. Like, you gotta... It is on me. I mean, I've had people shit all over things I've wanted to to do, and you just you know you you just wake up the next day and you. Well, no, I mean, I got on air after that. Like, I go. mean, it was. Well, it seems it was... good that you're willing to accept that there's some level of you know. Uh, and honestly, I, animosity I, that you've held on to all these years, well, and that yeah, you need to just kind of. I wouldn't want anybody to go through that and feel the way that I did because I left the interview. You, you wouldn't want a, a brand new broadcast professional coming from Tucson to get an interview with New York City's. No, I'm grateful that that happened. However, I would I left that interview, and I was like, "What happened?" Because I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect, but um, the level of, like, rejection in my face and also just being confused was, like, you know, and again, it was, like, hello, welcome to broadcasting. Like, now, looking back, it's mm -hmm. easy to look back and be, like, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you, you were, uh, you were a, a rube. You were a, a country bumpkin coming to the big city for the first time. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You rolled I, yeah. in with the tumbleweeds yeah. and you, you no, went I, up there to step on. But I'm from on. here. It, it did give me, it helped me with my non-regionalism. But, you know, it was, it was just hurt. Like, I just remember it just affecting me so, it made me feel like this is never, ever going to happen because I had no clue what he meant by fucking markets. Now, well, or I'm just going to. if gonna... it was on air or if it was for a phone screener or like, you know, it was just very confusing. So I didn't ask any questions because... I was being like talked, you know, down to, and I had no questions yeah. because I was confused, and I didn't want to look even more stupid than I looked or felt. Oh, you so. felt as though you looked stupid at that point. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So. All right. Well, I mean, it sounds like you've come a long way since uh, the last five minutes ago when you were going to walk away <laughs> when you got up because and you wanted got... to leave the studio. Because. <laughs> because it's again, it was a lesson. I'm looking back at it but yeah. you know i didn't know anything about the um how radio interviews can go especially in the big apple or even here in new jersey so look it's right. flipping out radio i'm james flippin he's mike montone hey, hey, hey. and, and I'm erica. erica is with us again for the I'm second just... time you've you've been with this show before I have. I and love the show. we got into some of this stuff last time but now maybe we'll have some more detail behind some of it uh one of the things that i absolutely want us to get into at some point is you were recently banned from a bar <laughs> I didn't know. here in North Jersey, and you took to Yelp 
to describe your own experiences. So we'll talk about that. Um, Also, uh, I had a experience recently uh, in Manhattan. I went to a a friend of mine. He's a musician. I went to a show that he did at an open mic. And there was a comedian there who his whole shtick is that he's a Jewish comedian. And that he's he's a former, he grew up Hasidic. And it was... It was very awkward for me, this experience. Because if you go that's, that's... and watch bad stand-up, but... even if it's only for five minutes, yeah. it's one of the most painful experiences. He comes, from one of the, he comes from the worst sect of Judaism. Worst sect? Oh, yeah. Wow. Do you know All what, that's you, know that's what, you saying that, not that's me. That's me saying that. Hasidics are, oh, God. Oh, God. I don't know how he has jokes. All right. Well, look, we'll I get mean, into that. We'll also discuss whether or not somebody can look Jewish. Because when we were driving over here, and I insisted that people can, in fact, look, look gay, Jewish. Because you look really Yeah, gay. you got really offended. Yeah, and you said that I, in fact, look gay. Which is fine. I mean, look, no, if that's, do, if that's true, then that's You can fine. look both. You can look gay or Jewish. You or can. you could look not either and be both. Or yeah. you, you could look, look both and be neither. It, that's true. Right. Again. And actually, there's a lot... I've always been fascinated by... Mike and I have discussed this on the podcast before. There's a fine line between a feminine, Jew, a feminine gay person and a feminine Jew. An Eastern European... Jew, yes. Yeah. Oh, so New York City, Ashkenazi. Well, but in New York City, Ashkenazi Jews can sometimes come off as gay with the way that they oh, speak yes, and absolutely. act and all this kind of stuff. Absolutely. Very I, interesting. I totally, I agree. Very interesting. So we'll I talk agree. about that. Um, and then we'll get into some of the LGBTQ and all this kind of stuff. Because I have a comment to make um, uh, now that, J- do you know this Jamila Jamil? Jamil, Jamila, Jamila, Jamil. Is that the transgender? Jamila, Jamil. She's an actress. She's in like an. Uh, she's of some sort of uh, South Indian descent, or. Not uh, sure. But um, anyway, she came out recently as queer because she's involved with a show that's about Vogue. What is queer? I never knew that. I don't know either, and I as, was hoping you. Could as answer. with everything else in that alphabet, no, it's whatever the fuck queer, they want. Okay, it to remember be. how I said like. This mug. Remember how I said, that mug I is very like queer. Pretty fucking like queer. queer. It is very queer, <laughs> yeah. right? I got that from my gay but boyfriend. No, did you? Yeah. yeah. To me, queer would mean like flamboyant, which is confusing. That's kind of funny. I mean, if that's like, it, then that's okay. No, but that's, that's, but that's not what it means. Right, but that's, that's not. Stupid well, no, it means queer. Me. Like, well, there's first. So there's you actually just, might know. There's just the regular queer, which is like derogatory term. Well, no, not just mm. the word queer. Oh, oh that's queer. Like, that's, yeah. oh, that's a queer little uh, no. device you have yeah. there. How does oh, that's that work? No. Which yes, is, that's, if that's, you want to go back like the real 70 years ago, word that's what people queer. use yeah. the term queer. That is a bit queer. That's a bit. It's, yeah, that's a queer uh, It's raining, but the sun is out. Well, this is queer. Yes, yes, yes. The sun's shining, we're having a gay day. Somebody in the middle of August, the guy's wearing a down jacket walking through the street. That's a bit queer. It's a tad queer that he's wearing that. So you think it means weird or strange? No, hey, that's it. Used words have different meanings. That's right. one of them. But I think it's like the, gay used to mean happy. I'm yeah. so gay. No, but I used to say gay like meaning corny, having nothing to do yeah. with gay. Uh, I fucking still do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I try not to. I honestly really try to just say corny. Mike still does. To, yeah, he do embraces I it out. Do it right. to his face. Yeah. <laughs> During this show. Yeah. <laughs> At least I know here I'm safe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, look, I mean, oh, and God. I and I like I I feel as though the term gay should be allowed in that context just because I grew up 
with that context as well. You know what I mean? True like, equality really, means you can get your fucking balls busted like everybody else. Exactly. Exactly. And some things so, just are very gay. Did you see sticks and stones? Like Mike mentioned, I, yeah. I offered you guys a white claw. He is. said that's very gay. I yeah. would, I would, t I mean, is it gay because I'm a female? <laughs> no. no. It would be gender. It would be no, that's gender, that, that's gender appropriate. I don't mean yeah. that I'm appropriate. That's gay. gender appropriate. I don't mean that I'm gay. No. I mean, be... I call myself a fruit, a fruit fly, not a fag hag. You know, there is a difference. Is there? Yeah. What's the a difference? A fag hag is a bitch that is obsessed with her gay best friend. You also asked Mike about some show in revolving love, so we have to remember to oh, get back to that. Oh, modern love. Um, so, like, a fag hag is, like, in love with her male, with her male, like, gay best friend. Okay. I'm a fruit fly. I just love to fly around the fruits and have a great time. So you like to go to the gay bar? I do. I'm. Bar. I prefer. You know, I've never been to a gay bar. There are way too many little definitions in the gay. Oh, I so know. Many. Like so many. Like, people are fucking exhausting. Well, I you know agree. What, though it also goes by like your your nationality because I would go clubbing with all my Chinese friends and they would be like twink. Like I don't have like I don't. Twinks are that's not a nationality thing. Twink no. twink is just a, a little a, like a little slender a little hairless slender yes slender. Uh, uh, you're not quite thin. a bear. You're not really like a oh, bear. he's an otter yeah that's oh, the okay term. oh i remember that term too. Yeah. yeah yeah uh yeah yeah there's all these terms for the uh for the attractions <laughs> and the and the and the twink Just and the, the bear oh, yeah. and the yeah. otter and um what are there other ones there uh, so yeah, there's others. like a million of them there's like there's uh so there there are jocks preps um I don't Which know, is interesting because that crosses over into just general yeah, society lexicon um, as well. We, um, we we interviewed a, a bunch of dudes at the Pride Parade this year, and we had them do like the entire dictionary. And they for covered us. the different they terms. They got and into stuff. a lot of stuff. Well, that's also yeah. like electronic music, which is really fucking annoying. Like there are so many subgenres. It's like well, yeah, but those are all distinctly different. Like you hear one, you're just like, all right, this is fucking chill out. This is trance. It's house. And then they vary. They're like, right, tropical house is different from deep house. So, it's, but know. then it's like industrial hard house. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah, so all know. different. Me stuff. and you could get into that on a whole yeah. other show. But yeah, I'm so saying. that's that's just how you know you know you know what to listen to. If you want to find a new playlist, you don't want to search for the wrong shit. Which, by the well, way, I know what shit I want to search. So you guys both have a fucking attitude. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, a fun blast from the past is that Mike once had a show <coughs> on an internet radio station that I curated. Yeah. That was Fuck all about... Fuck you for that. That was all Fuck about... Fuck you for that. Uh, Fuck you for that. What's the day. fucking problem Because here? now Brett bought it and it's messing and I'm the program director okay. and I just... I fucking Brett, hate Brett didn't buy it. Brett <laughs> decided to start a new one that he called Nessin or whatever. Messin. Messin. And He's just messing around. <laughs> well, right. And so I'm doing scheduling and I have to deal with people that are so... Gay, that their um their scheduling is just, just, just. I get yelled at a lot. They're just about having that. aggressive anal. They're sex aggro on about audio. their stupid MixLR show. <laughs> Did you say aggro? Yeah. Aggro. As in like aggravating? Yeah. No, like they're. I want to jump off a building. Right no. Now. Yeah. I don't know. If, no one really uses that term. I want to jump off that building. Outside of like Southern California skate culture. The bulls cashed. That's another one. Oh, see, I, that term I've used before. I've heard that before. I've uh, used that I wouldn't term. use it. Be, it that's like what? something. That's like a line that like a, a shitty writer right, I'm gonna bring would you back. write for. Yeah, I'm gonna bring you back I was in college. Style. You when... guys broke my chills with David Brody. <laughs> Is that a term? Chills. I've Breaking never heard chills? that before. No. Chills? Yeah. Yeah, you broke my chills. You yeah. Broke, yeah. Now, you, what's fascinating chills. is you you said I don't want to get back into that. I don't want to get back into that. No, We're no, going to no. move on. No, but fine. you said Dave Brody ruined your life. You you went so far at as to say point, that he ruined your life. I, so I, just I, at that point, I thought that that yeah, that my broadcast like 
dreams were just like shouldn't gone. you have been so full of piss and vinegar to, to show him he was uh, wrong and he was a piece of shit that you should have just set your sights on the I'm goal of coming honest. back to I shove it in his stupid face. I was a very fragile time in my life because I didn't want to be here. Mm. I had, I made the choice to move back before my parents forced me to. So I was not happy to be but back. But if you were working here. in Arizona, why would you move? Why wouldn't you just be like, I wasn't full time and I knew that. This was, by the way, a couple months before they let everybody go on promotions nationwide. You know? Oh, the, the entire company yeah. did. Yeah. Well, so, I guess you got out while the getting was good. I mean, look, I would not give up my promotions experience. I had the best time ever. Mm. You know, I just, I was removed from here, which I never, I did. Is it like the street team? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I would give out an, t-shirts oh, oh my God, no, like stop. Make an we had inflatables. We had 30 by 30 inflatables that I would have to fucking blow up. Sandbag. You guys don't understand. The promotions here don't do shit. But um, I had fun. You know, like, it was what it was. I didn't know anything again, but it's... Well, we're making some progress because we're talking about that experience you but had. It was, can it was, we also agree now and yes. move on that people can both look gay and look Jewish? Yes. Okay. But... Because you seemed a little bit offended by the notion of looking Jewish. I'm not offended. I get offended. The thing... Okay, the thing with me is I've heard people say like kike and shit like right there. Because they assume that I'm... You're, you're pointing behind your, your... Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, so your window... So it's behind your no, back, no, no, no. I said. Right, like, when I'm right there. Where are you hanging out that people are throwing around the word... This was when I was a word... kid. This was when I was a kid. It was a, a friend of a... Um, it was my friend's parent's friend. I didn't think people... And I like, just heard... I mean, I like, just, I know it, but I don't think... I didn't even think it was a frequently it. used slur. Well, it's not... Oh, wait till you hear this, though. <laughs> this happened, like... Within the year, I was so, called so a Shylock. Were... I was called a Shylock. Nobody knows I... what that means, but it's no, I know a what Jewish it means. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's, a money it's also yeah, it's also a to uh, call somebody an organized future prep just in, to tease. In organized crime parlance, it is uh, it's well, a, there's a, a legitimate use for this. Yeah, term. like a hard money loan. We got to go to the Shylocks. Yeah. yeah. Right. So um, that Street goes money. into another. Gotta pay thing. off your shy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that goes into bankruptcy and bipolarness. <laughs> Oh, so you were getting involved in some Shylocking, and then you no, had to declare bankruptcy. No, I wasn't. That was supposed to be a joke. Oh, oh. What kind of Shylocking do I have being broke? Oh, I thought you were running some street money. Well, he's saying he thought no. maybe to pay off these debts, you went to a I Shylock, you, took some money, well, that and put too. it out on maybe the street. You, yeah. See, that's horrible, and it's horrible because me and Shakespeare share a birthday that he's anti-Semitic because that's just bad. It's just bad. It's not good. It bothers you that, that um, he was anti-Semitic? Assuming I mean, I, listen, I don't think that anybody should be I think that was kind judged. of just the standard of the day back then. Mm. It was, and I will tell you why. Um, in the Jewish religion, there's always the Jews been, were intelligent with money. Yeah. Why? Because they were encouraged to study and go to school. Yeah. And that is why. Well, that, there's also been... Yeah, so in times, cultural, of, in times of great difficulty, the Jews were always they to the doing... Jews, but there was the also laws against right. them being yeah. involved in certain businesses, exactly. but they yeah. could own property. Exactly, because yeah. they were, especially in Ashkenazi... Yeah. So, you know, so they was, flourished, people became angry and resentful. And, yeah, even though the Jews easy. weren't like... There are greedy Jews, but there are also fake Jews that piss me off. When you say fake Jews, do you mean people if, pretending to be Jewish? Kind of. If you're going to tell me that you're conservative or um, orthodox and you don't shut your fucking lights off. If you, if I see you outside, okay, during the Sabbath, 
you're a fucking hypocrite. And I've seen plenty of that shit. Then they can claim their houses as a place of worship. Like, it just, it's deeper than that. And as far as the comedian that's a Hasidic, he, you should ask him about the uh, abuse about the abuse in the Hasidic community. You should ask him Oh, his about, entire set was about, like, you know, like... Be a masturbating woman. and being told he couldn't. It was awful. It wasn't it, funny. No, but it's it was, not, I like it's how, not how they. Funny. I like how they suck the kid's dick after circumcising yes. them. What? You don't yeah. know about that? You don't know about no. that? With the like, well, super... Oh my God. Am I place It's more than that. Super high... Super high rates of... Um, Herpes, molestation, in, and yeah. well, no, no, no. This no, is no, no. this is before they're old enough to be molested. Yeah, this they're is when they off the when they do the no, uh, when they, they circumcise them at the bris. The moil, the moil will suck the blood out of the penis. I didn't see that. And it will. It's an it's, ortho, a, it's a thing. Orthodox. Yeah. yeah, they'll suck it out. Orthodox. It's an... they'll suck it out, and then uh, a lot of the kids are getting herpes like that as yeah. as infants. Isn't it's that nice? Disgusting. Isn't that nice? Ah, they're also, just having a good well, time. Also, the treatment of women. Also, the inclusivity. Well, the th shut up. Fun. The thing is, though, is that oh, Jews get a bad that. rep for a lot of reasons, and the inclusivity is definitely one of the things. But I just, you know, I worked... You, you've heard of Rabbi Shmuley, correct? And you can obviously take that part out. Shmuley Boteach? Yes. Wow. That, yeah, the guy that's I on all the fucking for ads. Him for like, for like, in, like for like two weeks. Shmuley Boteach. Yes. He's, a, he's another fake one. Because why? He would call me at like 7 on a Friday night and it's just like... Um, Maybe he wasn't touching the phone. Someone else was dialing nope, and putting on speakerphone. And he was, just, he was just hanging out in his... his Because this is what they do. <laughs> no! They come up with little ways to get around all this shit. Like they'll have How like rigs of strings and yes. shit set up. No. So like, it's not me doing it. That's it's true. the string. That's true. Well, also though... So they uh, they, they cook up. meals over the weekend. They just leave a hot plate running. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's why their fucking house is always burned when down. I... Yeah. When I was growing it's true. Up, I Dove, had a friend. Dove Hyken has like warned the community on like numerous occasions. They have to stop leaving their fucking hot plates on. Yep. But no, but this girl, like, hi. Oh, that was not your cat. Um, that was the chair. So I had this friend growing up, and she was conservative or orthodox. They would leave the lights on. You know, that's normal. Yeah, as long as you but, don't touch it. But right. But that's my point. When I was with my ex, he lives in Pasek, and it went Spanish-Jewish, right? At 3 o'clock in the morning, I would see them outside with their baby strollers, going into quick check, like, hello, are you resting? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's... What do you mean? They go out on the set. They go out on Saturday. They're not supposed to. If you can't, sw if you can't, if you cannot... What do you mean? They like, go to temple. That's it, and it's before sundown. What do you mean? What they're not? You're saying they're not allowed to ever go outside when they? They're not even allowed. I see to them so walking much, around in Passaic Park, Clifton Park, me whatever too. it is. But like the point of it is, is you can't if you can't flip on a light switch. How can you open a door? Because <laughs> uh, it's electricity. It's, it's electricity. Yeah. You're not allowed to you. You're not allowed to use the switch because you're using uh, like an electric machine. So what if you go to Quick Check and you're using a card? You're. They're probably not. There's probably, probably paying some cash. shit going on. Yeah. yeah, but look, it's like that guy who got just, who got arrested for stabbing the people at the uh, ha uh, rabbi's home during Hanukkah up in Muncie, New York. The, the, so, did he see the lights on after dark on the? He Sabbath? did. He absolutely. So lost he was just it. going into correct. He was like, no, yeah. he would. Yeah. People there yeah. up there do lose it. But no, no, no. I, I no. But my point him. is, <laughs> this guy. Him. Hold on. When he grew up That's in Brooklyn, furious. this guy who when he grew up oh. in Brooklyn, he lived in in Crown Heights. 
It was it was a, a black guy who who did this crime when he lived in Crown Heights. I can't remember what the term is, so I'm just going to throw it out there as Goy Boy or something. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. There, he, his his thing you was guys are he yeah. would neighbors would ask him to come in and turn their lights off, yeah. or turn the oven off. He was known as someone who could be asked to do that because they lived in Crown Heights, which is obviously a very he harbors a grudge longer than she does. Huh? He very well may. He very well may. So just be careful. Check those thoughts because I don't want to hear you in the news about having gone up to uh, Muncie Rabbi's house <laughs> yeah. with a machete. No, and say, it's no! not about that. It's, no, self, self-loathing anti-Semitism. I am not a self-loathing person. What I am saying is that that is how all Jews are looked at, and it's sad because it's so inaccurate. Uh, I don't think so. But how? How? I don't think. I don't look that, at. I don't know anyone. That how. they have money. Like, look. Okay, Muncie with the communities. Like, I don't. I don't I'm not know all about that shit at all. They're anti-vaxxers. That's like a whole other topic. But I mean, most people I know are only like peripherally aware of like Orthodox and Hasidic communities. Right, but they think people have asked me, "Does your dad have curls?" Yeah, I don't. Th- Hi, yeah, I'm wearing. This I don't think everyone. I mean, it sounds like very, it sounds like you hang out with a lot of complete fucking idiots. No, there are a lot of stupid questions. This isn't from hanging out with people. Like it sounds like you're like, you interact. You, you drift amongst morons. Yeah, yeah. You might, thank you, Mike. You might people are throwing that. around. You're people are dropping. Hold on, she's, she's they're hurling, up. but they're hurling ethnic slurs. Yeah, they don't, you know they don't. You're, young, you're a young child. They're you know, saying they're, and stuff. They, you know they're blowing each other and then blaming the other guy for being gay. Like it's yeah, just like yeah, oh, well, that's whole, another thing. No! Great, great. Point, you need to Mike. untangle this great, social great web. Point. Now we're not going to use any names I have a lot here. Of issues with social problems. We're not going to use yeah. any names here, okay? But I'm so glad you brought that up, Mike. No! Because when we were they're driving over here, you you brought up Erica. How you brought me onto it here to berate me. No, no, because yes. we didn't even know we'd get into this. But you brought up that a friend of yours who I, I know peripherally because I you worked were, at the same yeah. place, he happens to be either gay or bisexual. I think he leans more towards gay, but yes. And his roommate, who they share outwardly a house, who outwardly identifies as, as straight, mm-hmm. he engaged in sexual activity with this he friend of yours. He walked into his room one night. Right. Uninvited. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess one thing led to another, you know, and my issue with it is the... One thing led to another. They hooked up. They hooked up. I thought it was interesting that the one who claimed he was so straight was the one that was the pursuant and making out with him. Okay. Because I feel like kissing in any, any relationship is... Like more, you know, you could fuck anything, you know, you just. Okay. So, so what you had said was that you felt as though this person, man who, who outwardly identifies as straight, but hooked up with this guy who identifies as gay. Yes. Who that is in newly some out way, of the closet, who is newly out of the closet. Right. So in some black, way, so he goes to church. So in some way you've suggested that. No, I'm straight, saying that. Right. I'm so what you're his, saying that is that. The straight guy is somehow having an impact on the gay guy's At first, yeah, experience. because he would say, ha ha, how crazy was that last night? And to me, with somebody new, and he is somebody that, somebody that, he is somebody that, like, doesn't always have the most sense. He's, you know, kind of, um, I love him to death, but he's, you know... A little naive, very naive. Um, so to me, somebody that okay. is ha- would have was having struggles. 
coming out anyway because of his, you know, he goes to church, he's black, you know, all these other things that he's championed. All right, this that, guy that's, that's saying, his personal struggle. Right, but then this guy saying, ha ha, wasn't that funny, like how that happened between us. And then he claims that he is straight when he had yeah, relationships so what? with him. Yeah, so what? It was messing with his... No. Yes, it was. There couldn't be a bigger crock of shit. That I've heard in my I life. think that everybody is different, and I think well, that it was messing. Here's the he thing. He started talking more about girls after that, and he doesn't. He's not into girls. For, you know, like it, it like fucked up his progression. Maybe he likes both. Maybe yeah. he loves the cock, but also is like, you know what, a, a nice little vagina once in a while. I is think that he's easing into. He is. He, here's the point. He is, here's the point. Okay. Then who gives it? If if because I heard the story in in the car yeah, as Mike, well, so I don't need to rehash. Mike, please go ahead. But it just sounds like. It sounds like two guys who like cock to differing degrees live with each other and they do a little sword fighting once in a while. And maybe one of them is like, you know, 60-40 and the other one's fucking 95-5. But who gives a shit? Like, yeah. it's two adults, like the nature of their... And let me tell you something. As long as, the, as, long as the sex isn't uh, physically forced... Coerced, Or yeah. he's not being like, you know, Cosbeat or something like that. Yeah. If it's just... you believe that? Anyway... Do I believe, believe that what? Bill Cosby was drugging and raping shitloads? Yes, absolutely. Okay, there's a statutory. There, don't get me started. I know. On the Cosby I, thing? These, I, on I think it's on bad. the Me Too's. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. I'm fascinated. People because who in me, were, there were Me Too's. Fuck you. For people... You don't feel bad for people all who right, are drugged We're going all over the place raped here. Raped by Bill Cosby. Well, I was Hold sexually on. assaulted. Hold and on. I went to the cops. Okay, so we're going to get into this now. I, I absolutely tend to possibly agree with Stay with you're the going gay right thing. Now. But let's just, jump on let's to just finish we're going this. A lot. So, let's no, just finish this quickly. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me tell you something. The guy who may be predominantly straight and every now and then dines on the forbidden fruit. Just a greedy boy. Has nothing to do. He's a greedy boy. Has nothing to do with the other gentleman's sexual okay. struggles. Well, if you've seen Dave Sorry to break it to you. Stones, he's got he's nothing to do with one. it. Nothing to do with it. So the extent to which you claimed you were angry at this other gentleman, and it has nothing to do with your friend's sexuality. I just want you to I be understanding that. I thought he was raping him at first because I thought that he didn't... I thought that he felt weird about it, and I... You, but you know, can feel weird about... You can have a, a sexual encounter that's totally consensual and right. feel weird about right. it. Right. No, absolutely. But I just thought, and again, this is like my mom, my mom to him, because like, I look at him as like a close family member. You know, I just started noticing certain things that, you know, maybe could have just not been related to that. But I just, I think it's... Um, I don't like people that uh, that that lie about being straight. It's scary. It's scary. Like it's. It's not a lie. I mean, look. He's not. Maybe he's not lying though. Maybe, maybe he literally. Lying. Maybe he's just. For you to say maybe what his a, sexuality is. Yeah. If you like both, then you like both. But he can. He, but all right. So he if, can identify. Look, as whatever if you the fuck you look, want if, to. if you're doing, you're doing this work on the side. Of this yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. What the fuck? But no, that the entire crux of as I understand it, of like the kind of progressive movement is that your sexuality is yours to define. So if you want to go around and suck a bunch of dicks and still refer to yourself as straight, then by, by the sort of progressive America's stated uh, viewpoint, then that's, that's the way, that's it. 
That's your journey. I mean, that's a really good point. I mean, I... That you can't quite myself. refute. That you can't quite refute. No. Interesting. But then I have another Just question that would be sir. for another day. What about transracial with the whole Rachel divide? But anyway, that's a show for another day. Well, let's... Rather than that, but, you opened no, up but, a whole can of worms with this um, <laughs> Me Too thing. Oh, God. And mentioning how... Oh, God. Despite your past experience My, with sexual assault... I have, like, a, I have like a very fucked up situation... Meaning, like, the way I look at it, mm -hmm. I have a really messed up situation. Like, and even my coworker Mike has screamed at me. Screamed at me because I'm like, that. she's bullshitting. When I was 20, my apartment was broken into, and I'm sure that every Trump lover, just like you, would love to hear this. It was by an illegal immigrant, okay? And I was... The Trump lovers would have told you, this is why you need to own a firearm for home defense. No. Because do the statistics. Because of Mexicans. Statistically, white men. Do the statistics. Anyway. Sure, I don't know. Anyway. I mean, you're the one who's making yeah, statements here. Yeah, I we didn't. Shit. No well, one... I'm just saying that this is what had happened. So, um. But you I made just... sort of a straw man attack there against James's because that's... Because political. Because I hate Trump. your man. Because I hate your man and he is ruining the world. Oh, you don't like. But Chris, so then Chris, it's. Eric has got a beef with you. You said you hate my man. No, I love your man. I hate. So, but this. Nah, God, nah. But so this nah, is nah, this nah. is this is typical of people who oppose uh, Donald Trump. They'll throw out there. They'll preemptively come up with this. Oh, and a Trump whatever while telling some completely unrelated story. This because story has nothing to do with Donald Trump. Because he has called Trump. Mexicans rapists, and guess what? He There's said some of them were. Really? So were some of white people, and so were some of All right, people. all right. Let's anyway, rather than relitigate the 2016 campaign, is, and that's yeah. also about looking a certain way because he was like my age. When you think, you know. Anyway, you're we you're were, a rapist. We were inebriated. Sounds about the age that we you were inebriated, and we were we were smoking, and we got a knock on the door, and it was this dude. We had a bottom like apartment, okay. and in Spanish, this was in you know, Tucson? He was like our age. Yeah, he was like our age. And in Spanish, he's like, I don't have any friends. Like, I don't have anywhere to go. Can I come in? No. Slam the door in his face. Do you speak Spanish? No. My roommate kind of did a little okay. bit. So then um, we went out to get burritos. We came back, continued smoking, ate them, went to bed. And around like, and at that point in time, when I was like 20, I would just get so inebriated that like I would, nothing could wake me up. Put it that way, nothing. You were drinking and smoking. And well, no, but just drinking in and of itself. Like, I was like a bear. Like, you couldn't wake me from shit. Mm -hmm. So, I kind of, like, started to, like, come to, like, not complete clarity. But I started to wake up and I'm like, what's, you know, whatever. So, I kind of, I, like, looked down and I saw that my underwear was ripped off. So, I kind of, like, pretend, I pretended to be asleep, like, while... I was coming to, but again, very drunk, very like newly drunk, drunk. So really I waited. He was done within like maybe two minutes. Wait, how did he get in? He broke in. He apparently broke in, but through that's like a whole a, other through story. A window? Through the door, through the door. But then that was like a whole other issue, but I never replaced our door by the way. But anyway, um, after so, it was broken. Well, it wasn't broken. That's the thing. So they're like, well, so what the if you might have left it unlocked? The door was unlocked. We, I don't know if we did. It's not like either one of us to have done that, but it could have happened. 
But regardless, um, so I like I woke up and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I just saw my underwear and I was just like, like freaked out. Went to my roommate's room and I'm just like crying, screaming. I had no idea what was going on. And so she's like, we got to go outside. Like, you know, let's smoke a cigarette. We did. And she goes, all right, I'm taking you to the hospital. Wait, was he in, you woke up and he was in there? Yeah, he was on top of me. But I, I didn't. I didn't like realize. So how did he leave? Like how did how I did kept the... my eyes shut and then I heard the front door shut and that's when I knew that he that he was gone. Hmm. And so, but it was I was not conscious. Do you have any sense of like how long this was that it happened? Like was it just no. like a minute or was it? No, I have I don't know longer than that. No, I don't know because I was sleeping. So th- that so my whole thing was like of course I called my my family. Hmm. Erica, do you want was to this the middle home? of the night? By the way. Yeah, this was like, I woke up at like 5 a.m. Mm. Went to bed at like 1 or whatever. But the first, like, what time did he knock over? on the door? Honestly, Assuming it was like the same midnight, person. Like it, no, Assuming it was, it was the same was, person. It was. Okay. I mean, the, I was like, you hear this, this is, if if you work in New York news, I mean, if you see DCPI sheets, you do hear a lot of home invasion. Yeah. Like, this is, this is a similar pattern. Sure. So, right. Well, he, yeah. And also, at the time, like, um, the next night he came back because my window was open and he knew my name. And I used to talk in my sleep. And so I was, like, really fucked up, though, about, like, how he knew my name. Like, did I tell him my name? Like, so it made it, like, okay? You know? Hmm. But anyway, after that... But there's no chance that you knew him ahead of time. Hell no. He didn't speak a lick of English. I did not know him. So they... Like, did they... Were they able to track him down? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So this is the this is what happened. So um, I went to the hospital. Like, you know, you should. Yeah, you got to get a kit done. Yeah. That should be... And that's the kind of thing that that's needs to be taught. That's my problem. That's my fucking problem. So... So get this. I understand. But if you were... If you, if you were assaulted by Bill Cosby in the 1970s... My mom says it was a different time. You don't... Erica. But you didn't... You, you didn't know... That wasn't knowledge that was passed to girls. It was like, hey, you need to get a rape kit done. It, it was. It was. You a need completely to report different... somebody. Like my mom's always like, it was a different time. But if you, so you should only be held to the standard of the time that you existed in. And if you, if you, you were a young, be, but you if you're be a young held woman, to the standard of what is right and what is wrong. But if you're a young woman in the 1970s, no one that the information that the right thing to do uh, under these circumstances is to get get a kit done and report would have been. I mean, there well, was Well, how still... many rapists did people keep on the streets? That's my point. Because when I came out, three other girls from my complex did. Mm. Yeah, but so this... So if they had come out, that shit would never have they happened They would have had me. no idea. So they would... A rapist doesn't change. A Sh- rapist Sure, but is... what we're saying is the, the victim... The, um, it sh- victims should report because it's the I'm only way... I'm not a victim and I'm not a survivor. So the that's only way... I'm a cunt about it because... Well, look... The, the, I have the, no shame or no it, respect. But none. there's... In None. in the parlance of a criminal act, there is a victim, and in the case of a sexual assault, the person who was assaulted is is the victim. But I'm we, not a victim. And I'm not okay. a survivor. That's my that's but my thing. I'm lucky. In the I am lucky. That's my okay. But a person who is raped is it for uh, conversational purposes a victim. Uh, so the the victim in the 1970s, the information to know that if that happens to you, that you need to report it. Would have people just simply weren't taught that about feminism? I, I think they were still kind of working on it. Yeah, I think that it started to emerge more in the seventies. But look, it's, it's it's to make it to make a different example, right? How about the whole issue of pedophilia? 
I mean, 70, 80 I years know, ago, people I, sort of pretended yeah, it didn't they'll exist. legalize it eventually. I know, and I have friends that are victims of that, and I will say, but people used Murph, to pretend Murphy did a people good used thing. to pretend it didn't exist. Now we've gotten to a point where Man, well, more, there's NAMLA. Th- I mean, where there's the, okay, and, and Mike made the joke that there are you know maybe it's not so funny. It's not even really a joke that there is this fringe movement to try to classify it as a sexual orientation and all this kind of stuff. But oh, that being said, attitudes and mindsets change. In other words, we might not even be disagreeing with you that there should be people willing to come forward when crimes are taken because that's how people are brought. But to it justice. needs to be taught. Behavior yes. like that needs to be taught. So you can't. Yeah. So if you're saying that you don't feel uh, feel sorry for Cosby victims. Again, a young woman. How did it affect their lives? Because of because a victim, and everyone deals with things differently. And I know that this is going to sound horrible, but rape victims are scared of men. They will not even go near a man. Like, people that are really, that really, like, like that's why I say that I am lucky, okay? Is that why because, you turned away from the term victim? Because you feel that that encapsulates that type oh of my mindset? God, or? I could have been awake. Like, I, it wasn't my okay, choice. Okay, so it's more about your personal experience. About my personal experience. And, but the most disgusting part, again, and this is me looking back, more as an adult because at the time I'm not like oh they left someone on the street to do this to other people Mm -hmm. this is as an adult I'm looking back and being pissed because did you have to testify against the guy he claimed that it was consensual clearly his team had nothing so there was no there was no court hearing he got 14 years and you know where you think like it's forever and then, like, you turn around and it's, you know. Mm. But then he was um, deported. And if he was ever found to be in the U.S. again, he would be uh, in jail for life. Mm. But I did found, find out at the time, because I'm a G, like you know, that he had been in the country and got kicked out for a misdemeanor. And I found his parole officer, his his uh, PO, and I fucking called him. And I screamed at him as if that would do anything. How did that person react? He yelled at me back, but I didn't care. Mm. I'm feisty. I was like, I was like, because if you, he's back in the country because you don't want to put a fucking ankle bracelet on him. Well, and I mean, look, I'm that's just saying like, I'm a feisty bitch. So I how does, that, so connecting but... it now uh, to modern times or more modern times, right? The Harvey Weinstein case and him having uh, been accused of raping women in 2007 and 2013. Are you sort of suggesting that those women should have been more willing to come I don't, forward I'm not sooner? familiar enough with all of that stuff. I know that people like... But is in it in general, field, is it that you feel don't victims... I know you don't like the term. That they don't speak up soon enough? Is that what you're but suggesting? The people that are victims don't speak up. Or that anybody doesn't speak up. That you don't do the right thing. Because this isn't a person that's not going to do it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, like... And what if, what if, like, I was the first person that he just, you know... But the, the correct, in, in, the like, correct who, response... was an incubus to. The correct maybe. response to a lot of this stuff needs to be taught. Like, with with yours, there's a more, there's a more cut and dry... Right. A guy busted into my apartment while I was asleep and did things to my body. That is so, so obviously... A violation. No, it's been so obviously a crime... The, the rest of this stuff, I think, existed in sort of a nebulous area that a lot of people just decided not to, to confront or look at for, for so long um, that they were just kind of like, look, there's an exchange there, uh, you know, 
powerful cast, guy casting couch. does this. There, it was sort of this thing that it's done. It, no one's being forced to. It, so there was sort of a no one understood that if you were the the woman in the scenario, you you kind of felt like this is incredibly tasteless. This was awful. I feel violated, but I have no recourse because. Everyone just kind of accepts this. I feel this. violated because so how I do decided you... to go there. Like, I told you guys about my Twista story that I didn't finish. I knew... Twista? That... The rapper? Yeah, when I went back to, when I went back to the hotel room. I knew... I knew that guy was going to try to have sex with me. I'm not stupid. Okay. I knew it. But I knew that he wasn't going to. I went freely, okay, to a hotel room to hang out with a fucking celebrity... Like, I'm not saying, oh, she wore a short skirt. She deserves it. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's partying going on. And if you're going to... Okay. Like, everybody did... Everybody did quaaludes. Everyone did quaaludes. So, you know, you don't know if the person... I've heard they were great back in the day. Yeah, I know. So have I. So have my Yeah, but if if someone's making you a drink and surreptitiously putting something in it and... Oh, absolutely. ...putting you to sleep. Absolutely. That's what happened to Kesha. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened to the Cosby victims, too. I again. Or I if you're doing, que- but even if you're doing quaaludes in the context of a party, doing a, doing a quaalude does not equal consent. And no, it doesn't. Passing out in someone's presence because you've taken quaaludes that they gave you doesn't mean that they get to. No, it doesn't. To fuck you. You're right. But there was there's also if you're a young chick doing fucking quaaludes in some guy's hotel room again. D- a difficult reporting scenario in the 1970s. You wouldn't have even known what to do. No one would have ever taught you that. So you can't say to the you can't say to the victim in that case, which you're absolutely a victim if someone fucks you while you're passed out from from quaaludes without your consent. That is the textbook definition of a victim. You can't say that it is in, it's on the victim to report. That chick's just gonna be like, their head's gonna be fucking spit. They don't. They have no idea. But if you know that something was done to you that is But wrong, you may not know that it's criminal. You may know that there are a lot of things that are wrong but not criminal. I think even the, the I think the difficulties of this kind of thing, honestly. And, women and ruin I think it, that other women ruin it that aren't being truthful though. That well there's truth to that. There, there's aspects but of that false reporting but, uh, and stuff again, like that. Again, and I mean, it seems like I I not to keep uh, poking massive holes in progressive ideology, but the every victim has a, a process believe the victim, they need to handle it in their way. Is that not another tenant oh, of this? Oh, absolutely. So it seems like we've, twice now, you've kind of deviated from the, this progressive orthodoxy. Well, that, I don't, uh, well, I'm trying, I don't, like, I don't know, I'm not trying to, like, turn it around. You make a lot of really good points. And I thought I was pretty progressive. I don't know what's going on. But I'm just saying, like, and you're right, it is a case-to-case basis. It is a case-to-case basis. You know, some people are afraid to come forward. Like, and that's really sad. But again, as, as an adult and somebody who is lucky, you know, I could have been chopped up in a million pieces. What if he was going to do that to the next person? Mm. You know, you don't know. And if you, sure. if two girls were able to get him out. So what you're what you're advocate it it sounds like and I don't mean to put words in your mouth but just to try to encapsulate it and then move on it sounds like what you're saying is in your opinion there needs to be you're complicit an extraordinary amount of courage you're complicit if you do not go to the police right which what you're saying is you're pushing people to show the courage 
to bring that accusation in the hopes of avoiding their women's rights. But maybe in the hopes of avoiding I, I don't a know if, I don't know if berating them into doing it is the best way. I think probably them. educating just... and empowering and saying, "Look, you're not you're, you're not at fault if you if you get sexually assaulted, you're not you're not at fault no matter how drunk you are, what position you put in. A, a sexual assault is the fault of the person who perpetrates a sexual assault. You can you should be educated against putting yourself in situations where you can be manipulated into something like that. Like yours is different. Yours you're dealing with a breaking and entering. There's not a lot you can you can do about that. If a scumbag breaks into your house while you're asleep, that Ooh, is, right. it's a just a shitty luck of the fucking draw. But we have other people who wind up getting uh, assaulted in situations that are at least somewhat of their own creation because they've behaved in a reckless or irresponsible manner. However, that doesn't make them, they're not at fault for being assaulted. No. But they, we should educate people. It's like um, teaching young black kids how, how to have interactions with police officers. Right. We should, it's not a, a young black kid's fault when he gets shot by the cops for doing nothing but we should educate in advance so that when dangerous situations pop up people know how to navigate them in a manner that will lead to them not getting well i also think and to piggyback off that point i think a lot of time a lot of times there's a narrative created after the fact when it comes to for example something that happens with the police uh that there was nothing wrong that happened. That 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 person did nothing wrong. They didn't deserve to get shot. Well, turns out the body cam footage shows that they reached for their glove compartment. Which or, you don't deserve to whatever. get shot for. You don't deserve to get shot for... And that's, I think, a perfect example. You don't deserve... A person who reaches for their glove compartment during an interaction with cops does not deserve to get shot. The response by a police well, first of officer... All, the word deserve is a, is a very the, loaded the term. As a person who has carried a firearm in, a place, in an incredibly hostile place... Right. There is uh, the circumstances under which you should get to the point of pulling the trigger on a person are it, it's long after the glove compartment has been open in a fire. Like if you're in a dominant position like that, it's it these cops are fucking trigger happy idiots and that shit happens. Well, right, there, that's why there's tasers. But that's, that's you should be you should be taught to prevent that from even being a situation that pops up. You should be taught in advance because if you're having an interaction with uh with the cops. And he say the officer. I mean, has, there's plenty of instances where they're not trigger happy, and when sure, somebody but, did have a gun, and sure. when they took well, action yeah, to yeah, save themselves well, of course, or their partner. Of, of course, what, but we again, case by case, parse out each one. When we find out that it's a wallet or a cell phone they were going for, and everyone's screaming, but that cop wanted to make it home at night. Well, then he shouldn't be a police officer if he's going to blast someone for grabbing a wallet. Um, it's um, you know we. If you uh, preemptively educate so that you are not nervous and fidgety as the driver when you're in that in interaction. Yeah, but that's something that, see, the the, pro the so objection just, I have to what you're saying is that that's common sense that should be taught to everyone who has an encounter with law enforcement. Um, Respectfully, yes, treat your surroundings yes, but and don't make sudden movements. Yeah, yes, keep your hands on the door on the yes, wheel. That's something anyone yeah, should do. Yes, black, Latino, yes, Asian, yeah, gay, Jewish. Again, yeah, James. Yes, but if you're so again because I've done some of this work before. If you're a cop approaching a car full of teenagers in Paramus, and it's a car full of white teenagers mm -hmm. that has fucking University of Delaware and Muhlenberg College stickers on the back window. Mm -hmm. The um, the demeanor and 
uh, the approach from the officer is going to be different than if it's a, a cop who's pulling someone over in Canarsie in an Acura with one headlight out and, you know, no back license plate. I mean, that's right. what happened to me being in Patterson um, with the sheriff. But I mean, yeah, if you were stationed... Of course, because if I saw you driving through a certain neighborhood in pa well, Patterson, I'd assume you were buying heroin. But yeah, I but if you were, I was uh, getting but, but Taco Bell. But I know. Mike, if you were stationed in Munich versus being stationed in Fallujah, your reaction would be different of course. based on where you're coming upon somebody too. Of course. So, but uh, what I'm saying is the, uh, the targeting of said education, I probably don't need to teach the car full of white teens not right. to reach for the glove box because the cop, when he comes up to the car full of white teens, is going to be like, oh, "These fucking jackasses!" Yeah, and he, he's gonna he's gonna give him a nice verbal scaring when the kid reaches for the glove box. Probably gonna say something like, "Hey, son, I got a loaded weapon here. I see you reach for that glove box. You never know." But I in, mean, in Canarsie, the it's it's going to be the it weapon's seems going as though you out. have a little bit of of sort of like anti police bias I know, in this I, context. You, you, you know why no. I. I do police. and you know why I do? One, I'm fucking libertarian, so I believe that we are over police. Mm -hmm. Two, I know way too many fucking cops. I hang out with them. I love their stories, but I know I know them way too well, and I know how they approach this shit. Yeah. So I can look. I watch. I watch a lot of Fox News too. I get it. The cops are never wrong. Um, but fucking, I don't watch I, Fox News. Never. I, oh, I watch when Chris has it on. I watch. Oh, it, I watch Fox. I, mean, I, watch I watch Fox it. and Friends every morning. Um, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. No. Look. Um, here. Here's the thing. I just generally choose not to cast a pall over an entire element of society as somehow flawed. No, no. I've. No, they're not. It's they're not carrying flawed. out. It's not a, a flaw. Carrying it's, out a service. No. It's not a flaw. Again. No. 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 Not even that. No. Hold no. It's not. A, it's not a flaw. I don't. There's no one in anyone in their right mind. If you were pulling over a car in a uh, like that in a neighborhood in. in in Brooklyn or fucking Queens or the South Bronx or whatever, right. would approach as such. What we're talking about is having to refine the interaction between these two groups of people, and it's impossible to do that without taking direct steps to educate each group, educating cops on how to handle people who may be jittery and suspicious and nervous and making fast movements around them because they're nervous to interact with with law enforcement and maybe that nervousness is uh it's legitimately because they are committing a crime maybe they have an illegal weapon in the back seat maybe they have they have a bunch of drugs in the the trunk maybe they're on on probation they want to go back to, to what jail. about if they're not doing anything wrong i used to be nervous sure. around cops too when i was sure, doing that, nothing wrong sure. but the the point the point being the uh the law Everybody enforcement is. Law right. enforcement should be uh, well, uh, well equipped and trained to to handle people like that. They're probably going to run into more of an issue with that in a an urban environment filled with minorities, simply because of the way history has unfolded. And however you view that, you know, whoever fucking fault it is. Mm -hmm. And then the on the other end, I again, I probably don't need to educate kids from Ridgewood mm -hmm. on how to interact. With right. the fucking cops, right. but uh, it's probably a good idea to teach the kids from fucking uh, Bushwick or wherever. Hey, this is what you do. Don't reach for the glove compartment like that. Wait till he gets to the window and then say, "Officer, I need to get my registration. Do you mind if it, you know a little bit of, of education goes a long and way?" And also, education yeah, everybody on should the, be educated. On the cops' that part, where, how they should yeah, they should be. Situations. And I and I say this. Look, I love my fucking cop friends. Most of the guys went to Iraq with their cops. A bunch of high school players are cops. Played football with so a lot of cops. Them. You, here's the thing, I I love them. They're good guys. They do a a dangerous and at, at times thankless job. But mm -hmm. they also do have 
they get they get a little bit of a hero complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them who are walking the beat in like you know suburban fucking neighborhoods mm-hmm. and can't wait to crack skulls <laughs> when they bust up a house party. Sure. And then there are the ones who they they love a little action. They got a little hint of dad's Italian or Irish racism in them, and they can't wait to pull over a black guy and crack some skulls. Mm-hmm. I know guys like that. I have very good friends who are like that. So when you have that guy and he meets the urban teenagers on the road, we need to preemptively educate both groups yes. so that we don't wind up with a video that's going viral and making people argue on Twitter. Right. I love body and, cams, actually. Yeah, every, a cop should all be wearing body cam. cam. I don't have up. any problem with body cams at all. I'd be on that. But and, the fact is, a lot of these things we're talking about that go viral, the cops weren't wrong. The cops were not and in, in the in wrong. Many of the, it's, I think it's. I think know, it's hands about, up, don't shoot. Didn't I think it fucking happened. Okay, yeah. Well, that. So I yeah, happen. I have a problem with that. That one was bullshit. They, 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 and they, what's the biggest one that's happened in the last 15, 20 years? Probably that. How Garner. about Trayvon Martin? Eric Garner. Mm-hmm. How about Trayvon, Trayvon Martin? Martin? Was two idiots. That, was an idiot that collided with a dumb teenager. Okay. How about Eric Garner? What happened there? Uh, the Garner situation was handled poorly by, um, I would say every cop involved why? um and probably the uh but why was it handled I, th- I i think garner himself reacted badly because if there are there are a number of cops circling a guy like that the answer is you there's no need to close in you literally you create he was by the way he was committing a crime i absolutely think he was that, being placed under arrest yeah i i i, I don't resist an arrest i don't have a problem with the rest them arresting him but once you have what are you supposed to do when somebody resists okay. arrest but again, it's about handling the situation in an appropriate, in an appropriate and intelligent manner. Because co- ultimately, cops work for the people. We the, this is we seem to we get to this point where we we think that we see the police officer and it's like, hey, the cop tells us what to do. The, the cop is a public servant. So in in the police officer's interaction with the public, mm-hmm. even if the police officer is making an arrest. There is a responsibility to make the arrest in a manner that is not unnecessarily injurious to the public. Because when you're being arrested, you are, you have not been convicted. You're still an innocent person who's being arrested. You're not guilty until you've been right. <coughs> but convicted. the mutual contract of society is that if you're being arrested, you live to fight another day. Sure, and but take it again, to the legal system again, because people it's crossing are, a threshold. Again, again, people need to that be, gets to a different. People area. need to be educated as to that. So that goes back to the other thing we were talking about. People, uh, citizens need to be educated to as to how to interact with police. Right, but the if guy you're, said you're not taking me in today. The guy said okay, you're not arresting me today. Again, I've been arrested too flipping, many times. Again, you're not taking me in today. Flipping, he didn't want to go down to the precinct. That's fine. They have tasers. They that's have, fine. They have and again, as the teams. only as the only he person died from a heart attack. As the only as the only person here. Well, a, a heart attack. He probably had that incident not played out. I doubt that he would have had a cardiac incident at the eventually probably. But not that the guy accurate. was a, the guy was a ticking time bomb. Yeah, he had a number of underlying but, health issues. Okay, that's fine. But what and what you, each objection gets in the way of here is so when I look at that scene, what I have is a group of cops circling a guy who has his back up against the world, the wall. So he has effectively now that we have a bunch of cops on the scene, he's effectively been neutralized. Literally, all you have to do is box him in with a couple squad cars, let his dumbass exhaust himself for a while, and then exhaust ten of himself you, how? Standing there and yelling. And then 10 of you walk up and 10 of you get him. Having, you know, three guys, whatever, jump on. They, they, they from a, a crime scene management perspective, manage that situation very poorly. 
Okay. I think there's probably any number of instances where that kind of thing could be looked at critically sure. and said, and, you could have done this differently. You could have yeah, done that differently. And here's the thing. But if you are given that uh, power, that life and death power in the community that we vest in police officers, mm-hmm. then I need you. And this, look, the, the crime scene commander was a black woman. She is incredibly at fault. The procedures that they put in place are at fault. Now, I don't think they should be criminally charged. I don't think they should be police officers anymore, but they shouldn't be criminally charged. Or they should at least, you know, be, you know, your desk job for the rest of your career. You're working fucking whatever the fuck they do. I just don't see how um, that follows when the guy was being arrested, he resisted because they arrest, shouldn't have, because they, they took were, him into custody. And again, having done this job, having dealt with the Iraqi women throwing themselves to the ground, their feet having to arrest the, their sons and, and such, you, it's, Every move is to be to de-escalate. So you don't make a move to put that guy in handcuffs until you have... you Once you have him backed up against a wall like that, you own the situation. He's not going to do shit. There are a bunch of fucking... Co- if that, if he, sure, if he charges at you, you always have a guy ready to grab the gun and fire and, and put him down, or a guy with a taser. But the difference being, they moved in and tried to get in on him. Fuck it. The The way to handle that situation is to literally bring the fucking squad down. Just be like, all right, all right, we're just going to hang out. Eventually, your fat ass is going to get tired. And when that happens and you're sitting on the ground huffing, we'll, we'll give you a water bottle. We're going to handcuff you. And then, you know, we're going to drag you into uh, the car. You just do. Um, some people get a, violent it was and a, then SWAT gets there. A poorly, I mean, like a it was a poorly managed. It was a poorly managed crime scene. And look, the, the reason that we're finding out about this stuff kind of en masse now is because now people are filming things, putting it on the internet. They're doxing. So now we can we can look at the, the the fucking Marine Corps does this after every patrol. You break down tactics, techniques, and procedures used, mm-hmm. and you refine them. So mm-hmm. what police departments have to do is refine refine their interactions with the community because police interactions with the community aren't supposed to be we're here to arrest you it's supposed to be to serve and protect right it's well, not this is a it's topic not for another it's not an arrest for Texas. minor infraction Waco. right but Waco, the different Texas. that's a different scenario but Waco let's just say that and even if you're going to arrest which that, I, I think mean, I, I think like a totally different by the way fact, Joe, if, if if Eric Garner he's selling loose cigarettes in front of Bodega he's hurting this man's business Yes, certainly a reasonable thing yeah, the, to arrest the, him for. The thing I just have object to is this notion that, and I respect libertarianism. I do. I, I in many ways, I find myself yeah because we're uh, falling down on the principle yeah. on the side of because being a libertarian. Well, Republicans say they love freedom. Libertarians actually love it. Well, I mean, I don't even know so if I am a, if I am a Republican so who's your or not. Guy? Libertarianism like confuses the fuck. Out uh, of we had Gary Johnson last oh, time, right, and right, everyone right, got right, mad right. at us. But the point being that like, it's not libertarianism on, basically means that it's very easy. Like, Human beings are born free. The government has no right to tell them how to live their lives uh, outside of protecting humans from directly impacting each other. So if you are behaving in a manner that does not directly fucks fuck with somebody else, then you just do whatever you want. The thing that I don't understand though is you can't expect law enforcement officers to also be like this isn't judge dread like they're not legislators and the judicial judiciary in the same step cop on they're given statutes by which people are expected to to adhere again and if you're in violation of that they're going to take steps to to bring you to justice but 
There's so when a, this guy's been told time and time and time yes, again, again, don't sell the loose cigarettes I told, I, there. But I already said he should be, again, he's fucking with this guy's business. Yeah, uh, and if you want to get into aspects of the cop should have used a half Nelson, should have tackled him no, this no, way, no, 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 no. He shouldn't Fine. have, James, 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 no, 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 James, the answer is with. he shouldn't have been touched at all. They handled the physical arrest improperly. Mm-hmm. That's, okay. it's simple. You, you don't need... If I see a 300-pound dude, if I was in a bar fight Mm -hmm. and a 300-pound dude was involved, I wouldn't go at him with three guys. I I would literally round up 10 guys. Because with three guys versus a guy that big when he's jerking and shaking mm-hmm. that guy, he's that's still a a reasonably fair fight right when you're taking when you're taking a suspect in into custody, and custody look, I, you, you should use such if if needed if needed if there's no when there's clearly going to be no compliance then the answer is to use uh such an overwhelming group of of people that he has no chance but to get on his knees, put his hands behind his and head. I'll and I'll be say, the first okay. to admit that I know nothing about police procedure. I don't know anything about whether they violate. So if people are going to say to me, oh, after the fact, you know what? This should have been done differently. This should have been done differently. That's fair. Yeah. But you know what's not is some of the things you alluded to. The sergeant got docked like some vacation days. Okay. The guy, the the foot soldier, the grunt who was told what to do in that situation is the guy who got banged for his job and for his pension. Both of them should have. Both of them should have. Okay. But what, so what, so in that situation, is the police officer supposed to tell his sergeant that he's not going to engage the suspect? Yeah. There's, and in, it's in the Marine Corps, like we have that basically it's something that's drilled in your head from day one is moral courage. If an order that's given to you is, is half cocked, stupid, wrong you see it as if you're a cop in the in the the heat of battle absolutely really yeah and you can't be docked for insubordination or basically brought up on like you know court martial for being told to do something in the field and not doing it no uh lieutenants are told to fuck off all the time yeah there's that shit happens so frequently so what would have happened to that guy if he basically said whatever his name was um pantaleo if he told sergeant adonis i'm not doing that if if he had turned around and said you're out of your fucking mind. Three of us can't take... He's enormous. There's no safe way for three of us to take him down. Pantaleo said that he was worried about... There was a glass uh, glass behind him. He was worried about getting thrown back into... Right. Totally reasonable. Uh, his use of the chokehold, I'm not bothered by. Mm-hmm. I would have done the same fucking thing. What I'm saying is it. I'm bothered by all of them getting into that situation. They they mishandled when the minute they they approached and put their hands on it. Had they, they done even it. like a had they even done like a pat down at that point or anything? Like in other words, did they know whether or not he could have had a weapon on him at that point? Maybe, but you're there. You have a weapon, so you can just stand there with your your hands there and say, you know, Eric, look, you know how this is gonna fucking go. You got you got about five minutes until three more squad cars get here. Um, and then, you know, we're going to tase you, we're going to wrap you up in straight jackets, whatever. Mm-hmm. De-escalation. If, Mar- if, look, if Marine Corps Infantry Battalion commanders are preaching de-escalation to guys who are taught to kick down doors No, I think de-escalation is a good thing. I, th- I think that should I need, be the, then an, the rule then, of, of the day. I need, then I need, the NYPD needs to, to be able to do that. Because they're having... Yeah, of course they do uh, attempt to de-escalate the situation. But I mean, that camera, I don't know exactly at what point that turned on, the but, cell phone camera. Again, the, the minute, but uh, as soon as they make a physical advance on him, instead of stand, who fuck cares? Stand fit. You got, if you have the block secured, you got your squad cars there, you got everyone's hanging out, it's a big crime scene. 
it, then he's just an idiot yelling while everyone stands around and looks at him. Mm -hmm. But once you advance on him and instigate a physical interaction with him, even if that physical interaction is to rightfully place him under arrest, then you're creating the conditions for something negative to well, occur. Well, look, it's generally just a difference of opinion on the mindset, I guess, behind law enforcement. Because while I respect what you're saying and where you're coming yeah. from, then I see what happened last summer when all these guys are basically just treating cops like they're ineffectual dicks. But those guys would still be arrested and too. So that's this is the difference. This is not de Blasio doctrine. What do you mean? You fucking dump a bucket of water. That's assault on a police officer. You should be taken under 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 fucking arrest. But again, but what the, again, the, the, what the idea is don't get involved. No, keep the heat down. No, keep be, it calm, again, in the don't engage them when they do that's that. That's not kind of thing. again. That's what I'm saying. In in your scenario, I would again say, all right, we're getting the we're getting the entire fucking squad here. We're gonna fucking we are going to grab you. And now, obviously, if it's a hundred ten pound dude that dumps a bucket of water, you and your partner can mm -hmm. handle him. Mm -hmm. That's different because of Eric Garner's size. It takes more more people, so proportional response. But yeah, no, uh, dumping water on a cop like that is an assault on a police officer. You should absolutely be. Be arrested. There should be no tolerance whatsoever for assaulting a police officer. There should also be no tolerance for police officers assaulting the, and the community. For us right. to look up to police officers, yeah, you know, because definitely I I do. I don't have problems with cops, and you know, I there is a certain amount of respect that you should definitely give a police officer, just like you should give to me a veteran. So thank you. But Pleasure. um, but my point is, is that um. I think it's also about the approach of the police officer. But again, you are totally correct in what you're saying because so many people in these certain areas are used to being approached a certain way by these cops. So, you know, they don't know how to act or take the higher the higher road, so to speak. Look, and it's it's situation by situation. If you're right, going up if right. you're going to a fucking trap house or, or if you're going up right. to a, a couple of corner boys or some, you know, a, a like a, a notorious gangbanger or something like that, then by all means. Um, but a guy if you look at a, a, a huge dude like the yeah, just surround and just let him almost the same way you would try to talk down uh, a jumper from a building. Uh, you know what? Gonna you're gonna use shit. the you're gonna use the bathroom. We'll take a quick break. Uh, De-escalation. Totally agree with you. I think yeah. that that should be paramount in the training. Um, I think that the move towards so-called community policing is a good thing within the NYPD. Um, I absolutely think you know cops being walking on the sidewalk and not less time in their squad car and actually yeah. learning people's names and stuff like cop, that is a huge huge step in the right the direction. Beat. Huge step in the right direction. The whole Eric Garner thing, we'll leave it at that because I just, I just probably just disagree on the whole situation and the reaction to it. And that's fine. That's life. Um, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened with Erica and this bar situation oh, where she got banned from a bar. And there may have been some illicit activity that was done <laughs> that, le that lent to that ban. And uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll also talk about some other random items that I have here. Uh, to close things out, but we got to get into that with the uh, with the bar experience, oh, and um, yeah, we'll do that when we come back. So heavens, it's flipping out radio, and I'm just gonna leave it all rolling. Cool. <laughs> oh god, now I have to see that. Flip it if you want to take a light puff now. I'm totally down. Okay. Yeah, I, I really think so. After Let's you two attacked me. Ugh. Attack! I attack him too for being a fucking cop-loving statist. Yeah. 
Well, what happened to me? Jack you're gonna, you're gonna laugh. When I when I got out of um, Taco Bell, the sheriff was behind me, and he was like, you know, and so I actually had an eighth underneath my tit, and I like forgot, you know. And he's like, so you know, you're parked in like an was area. Recently. This was a few years ago. Oh, uh, so now no, like, now they don't care. But no, 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 no. But so, but I was white in the wrong place getting Taco Bell because yeah. I hadn't eaten in a million years. I actually wasn't even whatever. So don't my point is, so my point is, it was funny. No, yeah, no but it was funny. You're not like my mom didn't believe that he said this to me. Yeah. The cop goes, I called a tow on your car, but if you can tell me a joke and make me laugh, I'll let you go. Yeah. So I, I don't do jokes. I don't do jokes. I don't do jokes, but I remember this one. I said, excuse me, officer, are you familiar with the singer Adele? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, why did Adele cross the road? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, to say hello from the other side. That's and he good. was like, he was like, I'm like, I got you. And then that's we were good. best fucking friends. See, Monto, and that's why you like my crazy shit. I appreciate it. I love, no, I love insanity. But that's what I'm trying to say, though, is that, like, you know, I, for why he... You know, because the way that he was towards me, it was scary. It was, I forgot that I had the bud, but it was scary because what if I didn't know a joke? You know, you get nervous if you don't, and I don't retain jokes. Oh, if you had bombed in front of a cop. But I also wasn't fucked up. Start getting those flop sweats. But no, but I mean, you know, I'm like, hey, officer. Like when I would get pulled over, you know, which when I would have weed in the car, it's like, it's if you treat them with respect. Yeah. You know, you, you. You know. They tend to appreciate it. Absolutely. A million percent. And I thought it was so funny when that cop that was so hard, like, died laughing, like, but, like, tried to hide it because he was embarrassed at the Adele joke that he just laughed at. You know, like. Very quickly get into this whole thing. Yeah, with, I got. Well, I have uh, like um, ten minutes with rebar. No, and rebar is stupid. So really nothing happened. So what like, happened? Really you happened. went to this bar. I just got pissed. In all right, Lodi. So, all right, we went to the bar. It was like last call. Okay. And do you, mi- do you mind? Do you mind if I read it in your words from Yelp? Do you mind? No, okay. No. So Erica went to this place wait, and she wait, wrote wait, wait. as a review something? on can Yelp. I, can I say something? What? At that time, I was drunk, and I was pissed, and I wanted to be obnoxious. Okay. There are times when I want to be obnoxious. Like, for example, I was just mad because okay, of the way so what, like... Okay, so what... You left a one-star review. You left a one-star review. Because they wouldn't let you leave no stars. That's why. You left a one-star review that says... I wrote says, some nasty stuff, but I My was, friend and I got there a little over an hour before closing. Yes. The bartender was rude. She was. Made our drinks wrong. She did. I had to ask her to please take my tequila shot back and yes. make it chilled. Yes, I did. It was essentially a dead, very dead evening. It was. She called last call as in pay and get the fuck out of here exactly. 25 minutes before actual she close. Sure did. Then, then, presumably, the owner came after close, in quotes, which, by the way, the bartender let one, in all caps, couple stay. She did. The owner then came and accused me of smoking pot 
and was extremely indignant and confrontational. He was. It was not an inviting atmosphere, and it's because of the employees. <laughs> the only thing, in all caps, that I'd consider returning for is it's Scheinerbach. So, anyway, the owner commented, JK of Rebar and Kitchen, he said, first off, your friend was very polite and nice to the bartender and recalled her being there before. You were rude to probably our sweetest bartender of three years. We chose... We choose the right to close anytime we wish, as in the ABC handcuff in New Jersey law. We're busy all day and night through dinner. And although we can close at 3 a.m., we decided to close at 2.30 and sometimes 2 a.m. as things will get a little bit, as things will get quiet. Clearly, as it draws a negative crowd, just looking to get banged up and we don't need the business. As for the weed, as for the weed... You definitely lit a small wooden pipe or bowl of weed as the manager walked towards the building right in plain view. The smoke hit him right in the face. We have it on camera. We saved the image, and you're currently banned from here. We have zero tolerance for drug use or any people that behave like you. Bottom line is, you're effing gross, which I thought was mean that he put it that way. But how's that for being rude? How's that? Sounds like your estimation of the situation is less than accurate. I made it like I did make a big deal about you it. You did. I totally did. I'm obnoxious. I did. Yeah. I totally did. I did. I did. But I did have to. Now, ask Mike, her. how did she but, represent it on Instagram when she first started uh, talking about it? You were this? quite indignant. He was indignant. If you saw the way he approached me, oh my God. Well, he didn't like the fact that you were smoking weed. Yeah. As a he also didn't the like law. the fact that I didn't admit it. And he also like didn't like the fact that I was people staring do, him in the eyes. People do prefer not to be lied to. They prefer it. Well, it's a preferred thing these days. It's also the way that he approached me. It's also the way that he had approached me. And, you know, I was just pissed off. I was, I was pissed. People doing drugs on his property could cost him his liquor license. I know. I was talking to my super who's, who's home. I know. He's like, Erica, what were you doing? All the cops were around there. Like... So I think we had a little bit of a breakthrough here. I mean, yeah. like, you so sort I of mean, realized that I you just, were in the wrong here. Well, I'm just a douchebag. We've really righted the and ship. And I kind of, we've, honestly, the ship. we've the, righted the ship in many ways. Can I tell you something, though? I want to write him an apology. You should. You, I'm going to write him an apology You right should. Now. You should. A public I'll apology on posted on Yelp. Because here's the thing. Posted like, on Yelp. I, like, I am such an asshole sometimes in the moment, and then, like, I feel bad. You know what I'm saying? Like I do, I do feel bad, and well, I'd also know, like to just point out because I was I wasn't gonna let this out because I felt like you were gonna be a lot more confrontational. And I figured why give you this edge? But this guy, look, he's not the world's best speller. I'll put it that way. Well, uh, he no, wrote I'm he wrote quiet. Like he like wrote that. quiet as the word quite. Oh wow. Um, band was B A N D like the musical group. Shut up. Yeah. That's bad. Um, he's trying. He's trying. He's trying. Uh, there was another one that was kind of. I don't know how I would through. even say it though. You know what I mean, like, or if it's like, excuse me, even like worth it. I think it is. I think a Yelp, uh, an apology Yelp review. Yeah, because I'm that person, believe it or not, who like, because I did customer service, but when yeah. I have like a really you know, customer service rep, that I ask oh. to speak to their manager and I give them like. You know, like an accolade. Like, I'm just like, you know, this person's really awesome. And, like, I do feel bad. Like, I do do things impulsively. I think I'm funny sometimes. 
when I'm like under the influence and it's oh, not funny. Oh, certainly entertaining. No, for me, I was. Mike, I know me. that because you know that I'm out of my mind. And you see how many shit I take down. He was entertained no. by it. He was entertained I was so by it. He drew it to our attention. Yeah. I know. I'm not going to lie. He drew it to our producer's but attention. listen, I'm just saying. And uh, Beans, Beans booked the spot. Yeah. I know. And I need to call the life advisor. Like, I really did for spirit Well, you sent me a picture of you hugging. I hugged it. Now you it's hugged on a, a life coach sign. Yeah. So is that your next step? Yes. I think if I can afford it, sure. I mean, hugging I, I, I afforded both. Hugging the sign again? or Hugging really? the sign. I, well, no. It, I don't have it anymore. It was. It left the system. It left, because look, it's still... But then when I had it, I didn't like it. Mm. But I kind of got bangs because of it, and like, because my eyebrows were like so high. Get to the whiz before I leave. Good stuff. Well, so, anyway, we uh, we quickly, while um, Mike gets himself ready to hit the train, I, uh, I Erica, I'm going to buzz through... I should write an apology. Let me just buzz through a couple topics with you really quickly. And you you, you give me... A um a one word response to these stories, okay? You have to give me a one word response. How about that? What do you mean? I'm just gonna bring up these stories okay. and you give me a one word response. Um, scientists say they have a strain of weed that's 33 times stronger than the strongest currently available. No. No. Just no. About what? That's fine. Oh, that's. I if that I agree word. or if I don't. No, I was just looking for a one. For a show prep topic. No, no, it's for fine. One. I was just going to quickly try to get through all these different topics, but it doesn't yeah, even make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even make sense. It's fine. I can hold on to stuff and just. Well, yeah, through. just go through the rest. I might change my mind. Uh, well, maybe we'll just discuss some of them. How about this? Um, last episode I did, we talked about how Gwyneth Paltrow has a candle out that smells like her badge. No, we didn't. How about no, Erica? We, no, we no, didn't. No, didn't. But the episode oh that God, I did with stop Mike. Stop it. No, she doesn't. Yes. Now, Does she er, really? Now, Erica Baidu has incense that supposedly sells. Of course like she does. Badge. Stop it. Isn't that, of course she does? I couldn't say it better myself. I really couldn't Are say it better serious? myself. Apparently. Are you serious? Apparently. Um, you know, well, you know what's not as crazy? What, like, Emily wanted to do as a podcast? Apparently, steaming your badge is a thing. And I was like, what? And now you're telling me that? Steaming like, your badge? Yeah. And I was like, we should be the steaming vaginas. And I was like, well, we have to be steaming our vaginas at the time. Steam the clams? I'm just saying, that's a thing? I guess so. Are you... Okay, do, do they have reviews? I don't think so. Maybe. That would be... Okay. Um... Scent vagina. I do have to apologize to Still Yelp. Still bruises the road so dang yeah, good. Um, what's it called? You know, Chris never actually uh, did leave with the car, so I mean, oh, I can shit. give you a ride to the station if you want. Alright, cool. Yeah, I gotta be there by, uh, the train leaves at 5 after, so. You're not getting picked up. Yeah. No. Okay. Is that a problem? No. No, because the, no, they're coming take... here on the way to the city. I'm just going to take Mike to uh, the station. Then. Whatever. And then, if you don't mind. Mike, it was so nice to see you. Oh, this was so much fun. Well, you got you to gotta come Well, no, up. like I was telling him. The most American podcast ever created. Oh, here's your blessing. Oh, baby. No 
Don't worry in here. That's my fucking point. Don't worry in here. But he brought you in for the interview as a courtesy. It was a courtesy. He told you. He told you you should look to other markets. It was a. It's not disgusting though. It was a totally reasonable. It was a courtesy. Here's a visual courtesy. It's people are frequently brought. I know they are. For courtesy interviews, well, this person has some potential. They're not ready for us. Let's give them a kind of hey, this is how you do it. Hey, would you like me and to then, push this mic a little closer? It's a courtesy. And then you follow that advice, and you wind up with a job. I'm jerking off an invisible penis. Why are, why are you jerking off an because invisible penis? Because that's bullshit. How is it's it bullshit? bullshit this has been a flipping out radio production. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com.